McLean is in the building, Argyle's in the garage. It's an 80s action movie without a single montage. It's die, 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 die hard. It's die, 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 die hard. Grab a Twinkie or two, Al's waiting outside for you. At the Nakatomi Square There's bullets and brawls and Gruber Falls And Bruce Willis with hair It's die, 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 die hard It's die, 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 die hard Yippee-ki-yay Episode number two, Die Hard, of the now-titled Pandy Movie Cast. Yeah, we're live here at the Pandy Movie Cast, and it looks like we are watching the Die Hard on Blu-ray. It's a four-pack, the 25th anniversary Blu-ray collection. Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard of the Vengeance, and Live Free or Die Hard. Fortunately, there's no, um, what was the last one called? A good day, a good day to die hard. A good day to die yeah, hard. That's yeah, not that was the, the most pathetic piece of shit I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. So um, yeah, we just booted up the original Die Hard uh, on Blu-ray, and yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do the uh, countdown. Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah, we're gonna do the three, two, one, play. So on play, you hit play at the menu, and theoretically, this will work with a DVD and whatnot. If you gotta catch up or slow down, whatever, you'll figure it out. But. Just like last time, we'll we'll be all over the place a little bit, so uh, it'll work itself out. I'm confident. All right, here we go. And three, two, one, play. All right, a little bit of delay there, but I think we're okay. Perfect. Here's the 20th Century Fox logo. So, Andy, I this is the third time you've seen this film in the last five weeks, is that it? That's or? correct, yes. Oh. I saw it Christmas Eve at the New Beverly Cinema. And with an amazing crowd, everybody was, uh, you know, depressed and alone on Christmas Eve. Uh, well, this beautiful. is the ultimate <laughs> Christmas movie, really. It really is. It is the best Christmas movie and how ever. distorted and shitty does this 20th, 20th Century Fox logo look now? I've always noticed it, and it's amazing to me. It looks like it's been stretched out, right? Doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it looks like letter. It was letterboxed, but like three times, and it, they fucked up, and they didn't totally fix it. But it's so weird. It's completely. The rest of the movie is not. It's never a problem. Yeah, the fonts are fine here. Yeah, it's amazing. It's weird. So, um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's go back to this. I mean, this is probably whenever someone asks me what's your favorite Christmas movie, I say Die Hard. Yeah, and I think it perfectly counts. It captures the spirit of the holidays so well, even though it takes place in Los Angeles. And I think that's kind of why people don't think of it as a Christmas movie, because it's not right. snowing. But, I mean, there's so many hol- uh, holiday references. and Absolutely. You know, we'll get to my favorite ho-ho-ho, now I have Machine Gun, <laughs> which you can buy that t-shirt now. Oh, can you really? <laughs> yeah, you can buy a t-shirt. It looks like it's written in blood. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So if you listen to the uh, theme song on the uh, on the ride into the podcast, I don't know why I'm calling it the ride in, but if you listen to the theme song, you noticed my well, line they about they kind of had to because um, they played it right, right with uh, with Bruce Willis with hair. So we'll be <laughs> we'll be checking that out throughout the uh, picture. It's a, it's a theme of the Pandy movie cast thus know, far. The great thing about this this Blu-ray four disc set is there's a picture of of um, Bruce Willis. For each movie, and we just noticed, looking for this before we started, was Die Hard and Die Hard 2, Die Harder, 
they both, he's got pretty much the same amount of hair. And then Die Hard with a Vengeance is really where it plummets and gets there. And yeah, then took a dip. The fourth yeah. one, he's just bald. He shaves. You know, he knows it. Yeah. But, yeah. hey, for a bald guy, I think he's I think he's a pretty sexy old bald guy. I mean, he's a stud, man. He's a stud. Yeah, he knows it. And I think he's he's... He's taking advantage of that. He looks good here, too, but I'm willing to bet that he's got a piece in back. I think he has a piece in back, and we'll hey. try to we'll try to. Uh, You're the hair guy, man, not me. I know, I know. It's an obsession of mine. It always goes there. Do you like he's smoking in LAX right now? I love I l- that. I love it so much. <laughs> Just no fucks given. 1984? What was this? No, this is 88. Is it 88? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's insane. I uh, let me let's let me look it up on IMDb real quick. I We've got it. our phones and our laptops out. We'll figure it out. You got it. Okay. I got it. Yeah. So and then let's go. Let's talk uh, one more about your. This is your first viewing of this film on Blu-ray. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. It, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. And I just got a 55-inch LED TV. So this is the first. Um, I guess it's not the first Blu-ray I watched. I was watching some Bond movies, but this will be our first podcast on my 55-inch LED TV. So yeah. I love it. I love it. 1988, you were right, as usual. Yeah, you know. So, um, I wanted to, we discussed this a little bit. I wanted to bring up the fact that Die Hard is based on a novel. And uh, I kind of want to pull up the article here. Uh, Forgive the delay here. But I believe it's called Nothing Lasts Forever. I think you're right. I think I looked it up. Right, by the author Roderick Thorpe. Let me just check this out here. Okay, Nothing Lasts Forever is a 1979 thriller novel by Roderick Thorpe, a sequel to his 1966 novel, The Detective. It is mostly known through its film adaptation, Die Hard, right? So, The Detective was actually a movie made with Frank Sinatra. Huh. So, essentially, Bruce Willis is playing a version of the Frank Sinatra character in this film. Which is so bizarre to me to think we're, about. We're getting fucking crazy now. Oh, we're getting deep. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a big deal though. Um, yeah, look at this. Look at this. The the, uh, the cover it looks of like a Bond movie the, the cover of the book is helicopters circling around uh, <laughs> a klaxon tower, whatever it is. But it's very reminiscent of the skyscraper in Die Hard at yep. Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi. It's very interesting. This is so ridiculous. Mom's telling the kids not to look for the Christmas presents. So, Bonnie Bedelia, would you or wouldn't you? That hair is awful. 1988? Yeah. Or now? <laughs> I mean... Uh, Bonnie Bedelia, 1988. How about, how about before this film? Because I think I'd be a little swayed to say, yeah, of course, because she's in Die Hard. But if she wasn't in Die Hard, then probably not. I don't think so. Okay. Mm, I don't know. She looks pretty good. There is that scene at the, near the end where uh, she's bearing most of her... Chest, yes. but we'll get we'll get there. It's, oh, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty good. Oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, I, the keyboard's not working. Yeah, Pat just put an iPod iPad in front of me, expecting me to know how that thing works. So it's, we'll see. It's all touch. We'll it's see how easy. that goes. Look at that sunset. That beautiful LA sunset, though. I like it. I like it. It's all the smog, man. Casting by Jackie Birch. Jackie Birch. I don't know who that is. Because oh, if you did know, that would kind of freak me out more than normal. Yeah, but have I not surprised you in the past with some weird shit? <laughs> look at look at this this slutty little blonde chick. Bruce Willis is blatantly staring at her ass. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about a weird thing in this movie. So, I mean, I, it's not necessarily weird. So Bruce 
But, by the way, before we go there, do you remember when you could return the car to the airport to get, like, a dollar coin back? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, at O'Hare in Chicago, you could actually return your cart at the airport and get, like, a dollar or a quarter or something back. Was the cart for luggage? Yeah, it's for luggage. Yeah, now it's fucking five dollars. I flew into LAX February of 2014. It cost me five dollars, and I had to rent two fucking carts. So it cost me ten dollars total. It's five dollars a cart just to cart all of our shit out. It's, it's ridiculous. That's bullshit. I wouldn't even know anything because I am just all carry on every single time. Every single time it's carry on. Okay, this is great. CD, CB, VHS. <laughs> VHS in the limo. Argyle is just talking about how state-of-the-art this stuff is. That actually got a really good laugh when I saw that at the theater. When he's like, VHS? Everyone's like, <laughs> here we are watching it on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just, I really do kind of wonder the quality, though. Like, I mean, it looks really good, but do you think it's that much better than DVD? I don't, I don't feel like any of these films that were filmed in the 80s or pre, like, I'd say... Pre-2000, maybe 95 or something, but... Man, it's a crapshoot. I think it depends on how meticulous they were. I think, it, I think a lot of it has to do with the source material, the source actual film, the negative from the camera. I mean, let me tell you, Jaws, the Jaws Blu-ray that I have, the movie was made in 1975. The Blu-ray feels like I'm on the ocean. I mean, it's that good. I guess it depends on the... Like, Fox probably does a fairly good job of keeping their, you know, I mean, I figured shit. they should. You see some grain and stuff there, but you also like that because that's, you know that was film. Now, it's not just, it's right. like, like, done on video, so. It's not all filtered and everything. Yeah. This is oh, kind of a... so I wanted to talk about a little bit thing. Uh, let's talk, let's look up Jan de Bont later on at some point. The, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go look it up now just so we have it. But. Yeah, the director of photography, if... If anyone needs to know, we're on the uh, credits still. <laughs> oh, here's the Run DMC song. So I I, I I jumped the gun. He he was actually the cinematographer for Speed, Twister, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, Speed Two, The Haunting, and I'm sure several more. But that's what Google's telling you. Those right are now. some those are some nicely shot movies, man. Speed, man. Yeah. yeah speed. I I, I kind of forget about Speed sometimes. I like Speed a lot. Although the ultimate, the ultimate Keanu movie is definitely Point Break, which, you know, God, I haven't seen it in so long. Uh, oh I'm Johnny god. Utah. Come on, oh man. Oh my god, John McTiernan. John McTiernan. We got to find out some things about him. I, I, I'm not even sure. What What is he even? Uh... John McTiernan directed Predator. He directed, the, I believe, The Hunt for Red October. He directed Die Hard with a Vengeance. And then he went to jail. He was put in jail for some reason or another. And I think he just recently got out. He wants to He wants to get into movies again. But I don't know. Uh, from 2006 to 2014, he was involved in a lengthy legal case. Um, criminal charge. He was charged federal court, uh, single count, false statement and misrepresenting the number of times he had hired a private investigator and wiretapper. Um, pleaded guilty, 14th person charged, blah, blah, blah. I'm still not really understanding this. Yeah, I don't know. Withdraws guilt plea because he was offered available defense. Um, yeah. So he was four months in prison and $100,000 fine for lying about his relationship with Policano. Who, which is the the whole thing is about, so. 
It sounds like a mess that we don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> we just want them to make more Look movies. Look this awesome touchscreen television that's blatantly a television that they just decided to press. Like... Well, it's amazing to me because he's essentially using an iPad that I'm using right now. Except there's someone in the background actually operating this thing because they didn't have the technology for touchscreen in 1988. You think so? I think so. I mean, they might have. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so what I wanted to say was there's a point... You notice Bruce Willis, he gives gives that flight attendant a long, nice stare into the eyes. Like, he's estranged from his wife, and he is horny as shit. Well, you just stare at that chick with the white pants and jumps Right, exactly. Here. So what I'm saying is you'll notice throughout the film, he, he'll, like, he'll see a naked girl on the wall and be, he'll, like, touch it. Hey, <laughs> yeah. ladies, like, this and that. Like, he must be just so pent up. Like, you got it, and I'm sure you're not listening to this unless you've seen the movie. But Again, it, yeah, spoilers. Whatever. Do yeah. not watch, Do not listen to our podcast unless you've seen the film because. But at the end, we're just spoiling it. You the gotta. Shit out of it. They get in the limo and they start making out after he rescues her. How amazing must that sex have been? Because he's just the entire time, just horned to the gills. And I mean, he's wait, he a looks at everybody. fucking badass in this entire movie. I mean, he's all dirty and bloody and ripped clothing and yeah. I'm oh yeah, lie, it's a little weird scene with all his hair. Like, it's it's almost like a <laughs> he's almost got like a John Travolta hair on right now. Yeah, but no, that's I think that's his in the front. But I definitely I don't know. He might be wearing a piece in the back. I don't know. Wouldn't he but watch be him? Wearing so the he front? stares at one point. He stares at this girl <laughs> through that's like hanging out by the fountain. I'm telling you, it's a big. It's he's playing with fire too. These are chicks that he that his wife <laughs> works with. Is what is he doing? Do we know the actual... Are they divorced? Are they separated? They're just estranged. They're... Separated. Yeah, I mean... Not officially, is, is it? No, yeah. Yeah, he's looking at... <laughs> and he kept, he kept the look on her for a while, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. They never do do say if he's officially divorced, right? No. We just assume no, that he's... No, they, they don't. The reason that she's using her name... Holly Gennaro is because she feels that it's a Japanese company and that they respect, you know, marriage and this, that, and the other thing. So she didn't want to make it seem like, oh, she's not with her husband who's in New York, this, that, the other thing. But I don't, uh, you know what? At some point he says, we had this conversation in July, or we never finished this conversation in July. So that's to say from July, which is probably when she got the job and left for Los Angeles, to December, Before, yeah, they probably hadn't. Uh, they probably hadn't. Here's seen everyone's. Each other here's much. everyone's favorite character. What's this guy's name? Uh, this iPad's killing me doing right the, now. Doing the lines of coke. What? What's his name? Fuck. His name is. Look at that suit. Look at those stripes on that suit. They're fucking crazy. <laughs> I look at this ridiculous backdrop that's blatantly not real. Like that's obviously a photograph. And you those think are windows? No, that's not. You didn't. I don't know, man. L.A. looks pretty weird, dude. That is a f- giant photograph. They're on a. They're either on a green set or that's actually a like a built room with those windows, and that's like. Uh, I don't know, it. man. I'd be willing to bet you that that might be something real. Look at the buildings, man. They look fake. Uh. <laughs> there is no way that's a real sunset. Shit, oh, I can't find this guy's time. name. What, his... The buddy? Yeah, what's his... Uh, Ellis. Ellis, yeah. Yeah. 
He's the real asshole. Hart Bachner. That's his name? Yeah. What a dumb name. <laughs> wow, he looks so different in his IMDb photo. He does. Well, go on, show Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Carrie. Yeah. Oh, so he was uncredited in the Carrie remake. Who'd want to be credited in that thing? I've never even seen that thing. I haven't seen it either. I was going to watch it, but never did. Gosh, nothing really else to speak of, of. Urban Legends Final Cut. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, die Hard. Uh, now we're before Die Hard. No. Terror before. Train. Do you know what Terror Train is? No. It's a slasher movie starring Jamie Lee Curtis. After the success of Halloween, everybody wanted to make a slasher movie. Uh, so they just would make Halloween on a train. Kind of like Speed is Die Hard on a bus. Kind of. Yeah. Wait, by the way, so is that a real tattoo? On uh, John McClane's arm? I'm I don't know, but it sure as hell looks like a real scar, doesn't it? Where? Look at his look at his shoulder up there. Oh yeah. You're right on yeah. his uh, his right shoulder. Mm-hmm. Big ass scar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's a real. Yeah, I like how they're making fun of L.A. cities, as I'm pretty sure every movie or TV show does. Oh yeah. Why would you be staying in Pomona if you're visiting your wife in downtown L.A. By the way. Well, I think that was his scam. I think his scam was he didn't know. I mean, he asked Argyle, like, Argyle was like, hey, where are you staying? And he's like, oh, I'll find a place. And then he set a place far away so that he could probably get some action from Bonnie Bedelia. Because <laughs> you want that late 80s Bedelia action with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then you got this going on right now. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I like how Holly's just like, yep, yep, everyone's just fucking at this holiday party in our office building. <laughs> Because that's what we do in the 80s, right? Everyone's doing blow and fucking drinking champagne. Everyone should be fired, really. And look at this poor chest hair on Bruce I, Willis. Is that I love I love that tuft. It's like patchy, though. I, I, I don't know. It's just like his real hair. But <laughs> um, He's got a pretty low-cut shirt, too. A little, little cleavage on both parts, I think, in this, yeah. this scene. <laughs> okay, so... We need we need to uh, do this then. What do you remember the first time you saw this this particular movie? Fuck, I can't I can't remember. Um, you you got to romanticize these stories like I do. I, I would if I if I had to guess, I probably saw it high school years because no way yeah i didn't you know my parents weren't really into rated r movies so i i think the first rated r movie i saw was the lawnmower man with my dad that's in awful the theater. oh my god um and then i think high school hit i got a dvd player in my room and surround sound and thought it was the most fucking amazing thing and yeah, of course subwoofer and that was it then i just so you wanted all the action movies yeah because i mean it was pretty much a you know, I really, I literally would watch Indiana Jones every Saturday night. Okay. Um, I would, I would just rotate Raiders, Temple, Crusade, and just every Saturday night, just boom, boom, boom. That's boom, what boom, you boom. do. That's what you do. And uh, and then that was that was back in VHS times. And then you know, eventually, I, like when I was fifteen or sixteen, I bought like a clearance DVD player at Walmart or Target, and and uh, I got it for like eighty bucks, and I thought it was a steal at the time. And. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when I started watching uh, like Dust Till Dawn. That was the first time I saw that. I was Die Hard. I remember I got it for the Matrix though. The Matrix was the real reason I got the DVD player. Oh, dude, that's the jam. That that was that was the movie for it. I felt like that really. You you almost needed the the DVD player to watch that back at home. You you couldn't the VHS just wouldn't wouldn't give it for that. You know, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Did it even come on VHS? Must have. The Matrix? I had the Matrix on VHS widescreen. I special ordered the widescreen Oh, yeah. Edition. Do you remember when you had to buy the letterbox yeah. for the widescreen? Yep. I'm a dork. I'm a dork. I remember watching some Harrison Ford movie. I remember. It was pan and scan. And it, like, literally... It's so trippy because it's like you're watching, oh, and then it like the fucking digital movement. Once you notice pain and scan, your life is ruined forever. Like, uh, holy shit, I had the worst Ghostbusters 2 (laughs) pain and scan. It was awful. Ugh. Yeah. Like, I'm guessing, like, no offense, but old people probably don't really notice. Or little kids probably don't notice. But anyone that's between the ages of 10 and 50 you're probably going to notice. Anybody if you don't notice then I can't I can't help you. I don't want to talk to you if you don't notice, you know what I mean? Um you shouldn't be listening basically is what we're saying. I'd like to share the first time I saw this movie. Please. I remember my parents renting it when I was way too young for it. It might have just come out, maybe not. It wasn't 88, but it was definitely 90s, early early 90s. Early 90s. And I remember hearing it going on because it's a loud movie, and even yeah. like on a little TV that they had, right? And they were in the they were in the family room, and I remember coming out at the climactic scene, and the first thing I remember seeing was Bruce Willis. Oh, they rented it for them, not for you. For them, not oh, for me. Gotcha. No, I wasn't really supposed to be watching it, huh. and they let me watch it at the end there. And, <laughs> and I remember the first image I have of me watching Dyer is me in my little PJs, just in the like sitting on the couch with my, with my parents. And Bruce Willis just sitting on the sink with with the glass oh, yeah. in his feet, pulling it out. just pulling. Yeah. I'm, what happened to him? What happened to him? <laughs> so they had to like explain the whole thing to a dumb kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, then finally I I was like, well, I I walked into the end of this, you know, I need to watch. Yeah, I, I want to figure it out. I must have been. I mean, I watched it at my old house. I must have been ten years old. Far too young to be watching this kind of thing, but you know my parents were. I mean, it's tight like as you a motherfucker. So yeah, yeah. Um, you just thought it was an episode of, fam- of uh, uh, Family Matters, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> but anyway, I just I was so I became so enamored with it. I I would rent it, and we would rent movies. We didn't have a blockbuster near us, but we had a deli. It was like a deli. They made sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There were some places that would but rent they had, movies. That but you they had shouldn't. random ass. But they had, I remember they had all the Friday the 13th, they had all series. They had all the James Bond movies. At that time, there was probably 16, 16 or whatever. Yeah, 16. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had every single one, and they had, but anyway, I was just obsessed with this one. <laughs> I, I rented it so many times. And this and is the first podcast with the Sam Dog here, too, joining us. Yeah, Sam Dog. Same dog is uh he's a big is, boy is Pat's dog he he can watch <laughs> yeah. he's on that to watch I, I love that ridiculous like I'm gonna slide down this stairway I don't need to go down the steps yeah it's pretty Fuck dangerous it. if you got shit to do you might break your leg by the way let's talk about the Chinese guy. what the fuck's his name or I'm just gonna say he's Chinese oh my god call me racist but the stereotypical Asian dude that's with the him, that's Asian like guy the bald mullet with the mustache is yeah just yeah oh, here we go this is a very important part of the movie yeah. I didn't realize that the guy on the plane told him to do this until you pointed that out last time we spoke about this. It's the first lines of the movie. I, I've never paid attention to the first. <laughs> right? Are you nuts? I just, I didn't realize the guy on the airplane that Bruce Willis sits next to is like, oh yeah, every time I get off a plane, I take my shoes off, and my socks, and I just, you know, the toes or whatever. The weirdest things about it is, the weirdest thing about it is, I, I'm still com- completely baffled by the fists with your toes on the carpet. 
Why is that? Why does that do anything? Wait, was that like relieve know. tension or something? I'm like you're it. just tense. Yeah, I'm trying it now, but it kind of makes me feel like I'm getting cramps. Kind of makes me like feel it. like I want to kill some terrorists. But what I mean is, wouldn't you want to do that shit beforehand to kind of loosen up or something? Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I love how Argyle's just waiting for him in the. I guess he doesn't know all this shit's going to go down, but it's just kind of funny. He's just waiting for him in the parking garage. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Well, it's clear that he's just a piece. He's the worst limo driver ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's supposed to be. He's talking to his girl. He's like, she thinks he thinks I'm on my way to Vegas about his boss. Get out of here. He's just sitting there, and he's drinking from the mini bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love the crazy German brother here. Oh, yeah. This guy. What's his name? Is it Hans? I'm just assuming it's Hans. Uh, I don't know. No, no, Hans Gruber. Ca uh, Carl, is it Carl? No, Carl's the long hair boy. Yeah, that guy that just had the chainsaw. Yeah, Carl. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what's the other guy's name? Uh, God. I, I clicked I on this know. greatest action movies ever made. Because <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark is at the top. Yeah, of course. Oh, by the way, uh, for the listeners, I'm drinking out of a Raiders of the Lost Ark cup. Right now, I'm having a whiskey and coke in case anyone cared. Yep. And I'm enjoying some local uh, Golden Road brew from L.A., Point the Way IPA. It's a nice, uh, <laughs> pretty tasty can about a month ago. Seven ninety nine for four packs, 16-ounce cans. Which other way to go? We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about our alcoholic drinks later on. But we've got more important things to discuss. Like so, his pants. His pants are very black. Is he wearing, like, slacks? Yeah, he's wearing, like, a, like dress pants. Like a, He was wearing a suit, and he took everything off. Now he's got a wife beater and just slacks on. The more I look at Bonnie Bedelia and the more I drink, the more I think she's attractive. <laughs> well, she's getting in more dangerous situations now, so you want to rescue her because you want to be John McClane. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, and look at this chick. Yeah, random topless. Yeah, I forgot about this. This this gratuitous titty scene that we don't need by any means. This is, yeah, oh. Okay, this guy right here. I love that jacket. I Vigo. Would, I would wear that. Vigo in Ghostbusters 2. Oh shit! That's him. Uh huh. Holy shit! Yep. I think you're right. Now guess what? I, I don't want to get more on Ghostbusters 2. I want to stay on Die Hard. But in Ghostbusters 2, it was his. He performed the part, but then they overdubbed his voice with with Max von Sydow. Oh, uh, I knew the voice. Knew Max von Sydow is the the el older Exorcist and in, in the Exorcist. Oh, okay. He's a legendary. He's in a million things. Right, right. He's even in. He's in Star Wars Episode Seven. He's on in the cast list. Who knows what oh, the fuck no he's shit. gonna do? Yeah. Oh. Who's the voice? Is it the voiceover? The guy who plays Gollum is the voiceover, right? For the Andy Serkis. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure how we got into that. You ready for a little weird trivia? Cool. The Nakatomi Tower is actually the headquarters of 20th Century Fox. It's Fox, yeah. The company charged itself rent for the use of then the then unfinished yeah, building. it was the Fox I building. didn't know that. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, I, somebody told me that. Oh, yeah, here we go. Another another sexy uh, John McClane scene. He's just staring at this chick changing across the Yeah, it's amazing. He's so horned I, I up. I never realized that. Dude, these are the things I notice. I notice hairlines and horned up characters. Because basically, I'm we'll just you, looking for myself in the movie. <laughs> call you Double H, Andy. <laughs> Hairlines and Horn Dogs. That should be the name of our fucking podcast. <laughs> Hairlines and Horn Dogs. Dot com. Let's buy it anyways. I like I like the Pandy movie cast to, as a, as a placeholder. We'll see we'll see how how it does. And you know, if we actually do any listeners, and you guys have any ideas, please uh, you know tweet, Facebook, Instagram, call us. I'm sure you can find my cell phone number online if you really tried hard enough. 
Just he really wants somebody to call him. He's lonely. <laughs> Only get her fucking spammer calls anymore now. But so I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go on a limb and look up Reginald Bill Johnson's uh, fucking IMDb here. All right, let's 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 really get into it. He's in Die Hard too. Yeah, very briefly. He cut. He has a phone call. And he faxes some information uh, to Johnny. I don't remember that. Do you Johnny see McClane. his face or just his audio? You see his, no, you see his face. He's in there and he's got Twinkie wrappers on his desk. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I believe he does. It's amazing. Oh, jeez. By the way, I think, I think we need to get some, uh, some viewers, or I'm sorry, some listeners' uh, comments on the, the new theme song that you wrote for this, this film. Oh yeah, I think, yeah, we need a hashtag. Yeah, yeah. I think we need a hashtag for it. What are we gonna hashtag it? Oh, uh, jeez. Um, hashtag. Well, like per. Are we gonna do it per episode? Well, or? I'm just. Yeah, I'm talking about. I'm just referring to your theme song for this this actual episode. I. Because it's so good, and even Janelle had it stuck in her head. My thanks, my man. wife had it stuck in her head. My wife. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and I I mean I started singing it. And it's not even a real fucking song. No offense. I mean, it is, but it, it it's, you know. I heard it like two times, and it's got stuck in my head. I Wait, hold on. Jingle. It's not even a real song. Did somebody play music? Did somebody write l- words? Did somebody sing words? It's a fucking real song. What the hell is wrong with you? So, wait. Al is in Ghostbusters as well? Yeah, very briefly. He has one line. It's when the Ghostbusters are arrested, and he comes and goes, Ghostbusters, Mayor wants to see you guy. Whole island's out of control, or something like that. And then there's that whole montage thing. By the way, did you know in 2013 there was a comedy short called A Die Hard Christmas Party with Reginald Vell Johnson? That's ridiculous. Was he actually in it? I think it's basically him. (laughs) Oh my god, that's Uh, so weird. I think we need to get this so we can definitely review it. If it even exists. All right, so we mentioned Nothing Lasts Forever, the Roderick Thorpe, no- Roderick Thork- Thorpe novel on oh. which this film is based. Sorry, the Reginald Duval Johnson Christmas story is actually a funnier die clip, uh, and it does not have him, the actual actor, in it. But, oh, okay. You know, uh, as a bonus, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and watch this after the film. So uh, we'll make it a, <laughs> a, a quick little clip for you. Um, listen to this. Clint Eastwood originally owned the rights to the novel Nothing Lasts Forever, on which the film is based, and planned to star in the film around the early 80s. Can you imagine Can you imagine Clint Eastwood as John McClane? It's basically Dirty Harry. It's Dirty, yeah, it's it's just dirty, dirty yeah, Harry, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think he could have pulled it off, but I think it would have been a different... It would have gone out a different route. It, and I, I, don't, I bet he would still have the same yippee ki motherfucker line, because he thinks he's a cowboy, because Clint Eastwood, obviously, is a cowboy. But... Uh, <laughs> I think I think Bruce gives it that fucking that edge and that like I think I don't think I don't think that um, Clint Eastwood would have actually got the shit kicked out of him. I think he would have just kicked everyone's ass. Where I really enjoy the fact that Bruce Willis gets his ass handed to him in this he's film. A, he's a real over guy over and over again. He's a real guy, and yeah. that's I you know this is one of the films that really made me grow as a person because I always no seriously like I always feel no, like I love that it. yeah like. You know, you're not. It, it's never the actually. It's never the movies where they're like the James Bond. He never gets shot. He always kills everyone. Blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. And then uh, you know, we're, I'm talking pre Casino Royale. Obviously. Yeah, sure, sure. Or li- even um, what's the 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 one where Pierce Brosnan gets all fucked up? Um, Die another day. Is it Die another day? 
He gets so. pretty fucked up in Goldeneye, but not really. Albeit, I'd no, let, he gets like, let... tortured in Living. Or, uh, oh, the world is not enough. Is that world not enough? Yeah, by Monica Bellucci. Oh god, she's so hot. When, like, with the wheel wait, around wait, the neck. Wait, thing. wait, wait, wait. That is not not Monica, Monica Bellucci. Bellucci. She's in the next one. What's it? Sophie Marceau. Yeah. Sophie Marceau. Sorry. Jesus, dude. You like what? I... All right. No, I understand. She's in the We're getting movie. a little bit mixed Anyways. up here. Anyways, let's go back to Bruce Willis. Okay. Bruce Sorry. Willis' portrayal of John McClane is so good because he gets he gets shot. He steps on glass. He what does he falls down an elevator shaft? I mean, he jumps out of a fucking window. I mean, I love by the end he's he's still wearing the same wife beater and pants that are just totally fucked, covered in sweat and he, blood. Yeah. He duct tapes a gun to his... Fu- or not duct tape, but he actually uses the postal tape to, to tape the gun to his back. Yeah, it's so great. It's just like... It's like a real... It's like you could actually you know, see this happening. His... And that's what the sequels have a problem with. The sequels have a problem being realistic at all. I mean, this is this is just about how far it can go, but stay believable. Because you still believe every minute of this movie. You believe, okay, he's going to tie himself to that fire hose. He's going to crash through that window. Fuck it. You don't believe that he's going to fly a car into a helicopter. Okay, well, now right. we're... But yeah, but now we're, we're jumping to Die Hard 4, which yeah, I know, I'm I know. not a fan of. But but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm backing up your point where this is all very still rooted in... I, I feel like the original trilogy, they all do that. Like, Die Hard 2 is a little bit more ridiculous... Die Hard 3, though, it's pretty... I mean, that one's... I feel like that one... I mean, he swings down the fucking cable. Yeah, he uses the cable to pick the log. That's a little no, ridiculous. It's, yeah. But it's not like driving a car into a helicopter. You know? It's a different... Right. Yeah. Oh, see, I love that. that. Just that, brains that against the window. Yeah. Do you like how Hans takes the silencer off of his gun? Because he's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't care. And then these two guys are fucking better. You know, I never noticed that. That's a nice little nuance. What, the silencer? Yeah, because he's like, he, that's his, like, he's talking to a guy like, I'm going to kill you, I don't give a fuck, taking the silencer off, tell me, and he's like, fuck you, and right. then boom. So, and where are they, in a fucking castle? Like, what? So, look at this fucking building. <laughs> so, let me tell you something I find really humorous. I don't know if you've ever caught the interplay between Theo and Carl here. When they, so one of them has a bill out, like a hundred dollar bill, or a 50, let's just call well, it a hundred dollar yeah, bill or whatever. Bet. But they were betting whether or not Hans was going to kill him. Yeah. I never got that. Oh, yeah, yeah. For I, I, I've Good. seen this movie over 50 times. Yeah. I've never gotten that. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I, it, it just, I was too caught up in the moment. And then I'm in the theater, like, watching it with people, and people are laughing. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. I'm paying attention to the other guys now. I know what Hans is saying, you know? Yeah. It's just, so, it was a weird thing, you know? Like, somehow you just get enthralled in this one thing, and you never really realize it. There's all these kind of misunderstandings with movies. That's what I love about them. You can really, you can kind of get lost in one thing and miss everything else. And I, I think that's why a lot of things are misunderstood. A lot of things are. But I think, uh, I mean, I think that's the entire principle of why people go see movies because they want to be lost. They want to get out of reality. They want to be in this world where these terrorists are. It, it, and everyone either feels like I feel like either you feel like you're Bruce Will, you're, you're John McClane, or you're. Uh, you're Holly. You're either like the the damsel in distress or you're the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, and I generally feel like I'm the damsel in distress. <laughs> I do. Classic Andy. I do. But um, yeah. I mean, 
that's the whole reason to get lost, to just enjoy it and, and to escape your life and your reality. And I mean, I think that's why film is never going to end. People are never going to stop making movies. Never, ever, ever. And that's why I feel like being a video editor is a good job for me because there's always going to be shit to be done. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why trying to break into the film business however fucking way I can is a good <laughs> pursuit of time for me, no matter how well, many we'll interviews Mr. I Mr. go Mr. Horowitz, when we get back, maybe he can hook you up if he shows no, up. I don't want any help from anybody. <laughs> I don't want any help from anybody. It's just it's my own no, thing. What's the, uh, the black guy's name? Uh, Theo. The, Theo. The, the character's name is Theo. He looks familiar. Oh, I love this dude. John McClane's talking to himself. Like, he's a little crazy. Yeah. Like, Wouldn't you be? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's I think, I think he brings it to. He's not a Rambo type character. I, okay, he he's is real, man. He's real. Let's. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because let me read this little bit of trivia. Holy shit! He's in Rocker Texas Ranger. He's fucking. He's Chuck Norris's like side guy wow. in Rocker Texas Ranger. Talk about Clarence changing teams. <laughs> What's his name? Shit. Say it clearly. It's uh, I'm sorry, Clarence, <coughs> Clarence Gilliard Jr. Uh, Theo, the hacker dude from Die Hard, is actually Chuck Norris's like sidekick in Walker Texas Ranger. I love it. So, so what were you saying about Bruce Willis? He brings it. He's he brings it as a real guy, right? Listen to this. Bruce Willis was the sixth choice for the main character. Fuck. Sixth choice. It originally went to Arnold Schwarzenegger, then Sylvester Stallone. Then Burt Reynolds, then Richard Gere, then Harrison Ford, then Mel Gibson before Willis got it. Imagine that's that. Seven. That's, imagine that's that. Seven. Oh, I don't know. Uh, that's that's what the trivia says. Yeah. Anyone can edit this shit, so it might be wrong. But imagine that puss Richard Gere being in this movie. Oh, my feet hurt. What is with? <laughs> what is with people liking Richard Gere so much? Like, hey, he's he's know. an okay actor, but he's not like. There's, I've heard other like action movies they've casted Richard Gere. It's like, what the fuck? It's weird. He doesn't seem like an action guy to me. He's, I don't no. know. And then, oh, Burt Reynolds guy. Can you imagine that? I don't know. I mean, that's we gotta also put it in context. If it was earlier '80s, maybe it would have been. I guess, you know, I like, mean, because the novel came out earlier than that. That's true. So I, you know, I could see Sly doing it. I couldn't see Schwarzenegger doing it. Um... I could see I could see Harrison Ford doing it. I think he could pull it off. Yeah, Harrison um, Ford then, not now. Yeah, not the ocean. Get off my skyscraper! <laughs> I am everything that you need. I Humans am the are ocean. evil. I am the ocean. If you haven't seen it, YouTube Harrison Ford Ocean. It's the most ridiculous. He does the Batman voice as he talks as the ocean. It's pretty Inhale awesome. my salt water into your <laughs> stupid lungs. We just watched that prior to this. So. But, um... I think it's funny. I don't know. I guess because Burt Reynolds was cat was originally in, they wanted him as Indiana Jones, right? Or was it Tom Selleck? No, Tom I, Selleck. Tom. So I always mix Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds. Were we talking about that, or was I talking about that last night? Uh, no, we weren't. I, oh, I've that's so that. funny. I was talking about it with uh, with James. You know what's hilarious? Your foot hit the computer and went uh, to Alan Rickman. Yeah, which now I want to see Harry Potter. Because... Well, uh, so Alan Rickman, who plays Hans Gruber, this is his first film appearance. Really? Get out of here! Shit. He's amazing. He's Dude. so good. Wow. Yeah. What? I mean, and by the way, I, I, I want to go back to this. Why is this guy wearing a gray sweatpants suit? Like, Man, I wait. know he's German, but 
Come on, man. When you're taking over a building, you gotta be comfortable. Also, that stunt double <laughs> that purple, we... And a purple undershirt. The stunt double that we just saw for Bruce Willis was horrendous, by the way. Oh, I was paying attention. Yeah, like, we go. Smashing, smashing through the walls. And what is this? Or what is this line? Like, of course, he's gotta get the smallest feet for men or something. I believe it's not coming up yet, but I believe I'm gonna get it dead on. Because I've seen this movie three times in the last month. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um... Nine million terrorists in the world, and I gotta kill one with feet smaller than my sister. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> you're totally right. Oh, look at this awful, like, Japanese translation. Akagi. <laughs> is it, you think it's a little racist? That is a name. Uh, I don't, I mean, it might be a little, but I don't think it's really, I don't think this film's very racist. Oh my god, listen to this. Michael Madsen was considered for the role of John McClane. Thank God. I mean, Bruce Willis only has about three faces, but Michael Madsen has one. Just. I, I think Michael Madsen would be better than Richard Gere. <laughs> He's a little <laughs> bit more believable as a badass. Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. All right, now we've now got our first, like, he's now dirtying his clothing, and uh, I, I, I think that is a real scar. I'm, I'm going to look it up. There we go. And uh, once again, Andy nails the fucking quote as usual. Oh my god! Uh, here, here's my here's probably one of my favorite scenes from the fucking movie. The fucking ho ho ho! Now I have a machine gun. This is very interesting because it says all five Die Hard films have an important scene take place in an elevator, and I never really noticed that. Clearly this one, and then the other one that yeah. springs to mind is the fight with the uh, the Asian bitch in, the, uh, in Live Free or Die Hard. The, uh, what's her name? Was that the fourth one or the fifth one? That was the fourth one. I don't, I Remember when she falls down the elevator shaft? I don't Spoilers know. for Live all, Free. All's I, all's I think is Justin Long, and I want to... By the way, you know what's also funny? You want to just turn him into a walrus. Let's <laughs> not even go there. No, you know what's also fucked up that I thought? And this is because I played the GameCube Die Hard game. You have to save your daughter in Die Hard, the GameCube game, back in 2003 Before or Live For Your Die Hard. Wow. This is like 2003 or four. That's weird. And then the movie, Justin Long is dating his daughter, right? Is that the... No, at the end, they meet. Do they you don't meet, meet till the end. But you don't see his daughter, do you? Do you see his daughter in that one? Yeah, you do. Is she it's, at the end? It's, it's uh, oh my god, what's her face from Death Proof? She's amazing. She's like, she's smoking hot. Is that Live For Your Die Hard? Yeah. And she's also in the beginning of A Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I, I don't, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I believe, trust me, I believe you. No, I know you believe me. <laughs> Right. Yep. Yeah. There. Yeah. Lucy G Lucy Gennaro McLean is her mm -hmm. actual title here. Oh yeah. She's Remember got, her in Death Proof with the face. with the cheerleader yeah, outfit yeah, on. Yeah, 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 Get yeah. out of here. Oh yeah. my god. She's got a cute face. I don't think she's hot. I think she's cute. You know, we're not gonna rewind it, but if you look close, he blinks before he hits his head. Yeah, I was in the, I was IMDBing. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, I missed that. But. Oh. I love this Sharpie on the arm, too, to count the terrorists. So, as a kid, how badly did you want to walk around on top of elevators and, and <laughs> like, in ducts of some kind? Oh, dude, I've had... I literally had dreams where I'm, like, crawling through air ducts, like, trying to fight people. Like, I can't tell you how many fucking movies... 
<laughs> Jesus. And how does he know to spell Carl with a K, by the way? He just writes Carl on his arm with a K. I know that he knows they're German, but do you think he knows enough German to know that the Germans spell Carl with a K? Well, I don't think at any point in the movie they go, oh, you know, my name is spelled with a C. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I, I don't think, think it matters. No, what I'm saying is it's spelled with a K, but I'm saying the American version would be spelled with a C. Whereas the German version would be spelled with a K, but why is he... How does well, he, know he would know that? I don't know. He's pretty quick. He's pretty quick on his feet. But he's also just a blue-collar guy. And how is he so sweaty, yet he can write with a Sharpie on his arm and tape a gun to his back, but he's still, like, covered in sweat? How about a little suspension of disbelief for one of uh, my favorite movies? How about that? I'm not... <laughs> hey, we are, we are criticizing this as highly as possible. Here's the titty. Here's another titty yeah, shot. Yeah, look, look, look. Is that the same girl? It looks like the same fucking no. chick. Oh, so you know what? Before, when he looked across and that chick was like yeah. on the phone, right? Don't tell you know her actresses. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, that's blah blah blah. No, it's not that bad. It was actually him. <laughs> He's referring um, to the terrorist. Uh, yeah. Is this Carl or is that the guy Carl? That's Carl. Yeah, Carl. Carl. Um, <laughs> so, hold on though. I can't pause it. I can't. Hold no, no, no. Don't, don't pause it. The girl on the phone, she's on the phone, right? So I never put this together because I was too distracted by boobs. But I finally put it together. The phones weren't working in Nakatomi, but they were working across the street. So he's looking over there. He's noticing the nice, nice tatas. Right. But, but he's also like, oh shit, her phone's working, but ours ain't. It's just the building. It's not the block. Oh, mind blown, right? Did you think wow. about that? No, I just thought of titties. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> we're fucking stupid idiots. Wow, so who... Who directed this again? John uh, McTiernan. Wow, the guy who went to jail. Good job. Yeah, fucking convict McTiernan. <laughs> now Let's you're just making fucking... me want to watch Con Air when you say convict because no. we just did Nick Cage. I mean, we're gonna do that too. That's but uh, awesome. but Johnny McTee, uh, Predator, man, Predator, baby. That's a fucking amazing movie too. We we should do that one. I haven't as long seen it. Predators. Oh, With Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like that one. Oh. And the guy from the '70s show is the bad guy. Like, what the fuck? Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. To <laughs> old Topher Grace. Yeah. Old Topher Grace. <laughs> Sorry. We we just paused for a second. To actually, listen to Bruce Willis's dialogue on top of the roof. Carl, hey man, I think we're doing pretty good of just keeping keeping the fucking dialogue of our own going. Yeah. Oh, I always loved how much of a bitch <laughs> this 911 operator is. There's gunfire. I like it. No like, fucking shit, lady. Like, at what point does she think, and she goes, oh, just send a fat black dude. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, why did Carl need to put his gun together right now? Like, why wasn't it already together? Because why did the, Carl pick up a gun that wasn't put together yet? Because the camera wasn't on him yet. Come on. Get crazy. So tell me that's not actually him on top of a building, though. I mean, that's no. that's a real shot. No, it's not. This is not on a soundstage. It's green screen. Everything is fucking green screen. Even I in can, the 80s, man. I can. I don't know. I have green, a pretty good green screen radar. It's that all, is not green it's screen. It's called tracking, my friend. I can show you how to do it. Well, let's do it, then. Let's make a, let's make a movie. <laughs> I've got a green screen. Do you really? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. I have a 12-foot green screen. Look at that Ralph's, by the way, that old-school Ralph sign. I noticed that last time, too. I've never seen that. That's yeah, hilarious. it's like a cursive RL. Yeah. I never noticed it. Here we go. Wait, ready? Reginald oh. L. Johnson. Those Twinkies are the oddest-looking rappers I've ever seen. The 80s rappers, guy. We were only three when this <laughs> came out. 
Well, you, I was were, you were probably six. six. I was six. Yeah. This you guy. Old man. Who's this guy? This fucking cash register guy. I don't know, but this guy should have been Mario instead of Bob Hoskins. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. It's me, I'm Mario. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> God damn, that is what I imagine Mario. Maybe because he's wearing blue and red too. That might... he's wearing... Yeah, exactly. What is Paypoint Cash? That's AMPM. Holy shit. I love nostalgic, like, this shit. It's so great. Oh, it's amazing. 100% breast of chicken. <laughs> Make your own milkshake, 99 cents. Oh, God. Oh, I think the AMPMs are even worse now. They got the chili cheese sauce and the nachos. And... Well, so this place, I bet you, is still. So a buddy this of is mine. It's a real AMPM. Yeah. Well, yeah, so a buddy of mine can see it's this. Bellwood out... Avenue. Uh, a buddy of mine can see this out of his. 74 out of cents his for gas, by the way. Yeah, Fuck. that's ridiculous. All right, I'm looking at Bellwood Avenue. Oh, no, I think my computer froze. So let's bring, let's bring up a topic that I know is controversial for you because you don't like your wife smoking. But um, as, as a person who smokes now, I'm not going to lie. I'm happy for kids nowadays that they really don't feature smoking in movies a lot anymore. Really. I mean, it's a, kind of a weird thing, but Ghostbusters and Die Hard, uh, the Ghostbusters smoke like chimneys. Not Egon, but Winston and Venkman and Stance do. They, they right. smoke through the whole thing. Um, Bruce Willis, get out of here. He's smoking the whole time in the first two. Yeah. In the third one, he doesn't smoke one cigarette. Well, I think he says he quits. Doesn't he say that? No, he found it. At some point, he pulls out a pack and it's wet and he scrunches it in his hand. But I think it was a conscious decision to not have him smoke because it's, you know, more and more kind of socially taboo or whatever. Huh. About it. You're a kid. You see these movies at an impressionable age. Impressionable age. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's only your eighth whiskey and Coke. I think I'm doing pretty good considering. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did go frisbee golfing before this. Yeah, it was awesome. That was really fun, by the way. Let's do it again, man. It's good to get out. I mean, it's good to be watching movies and stuff, but it's good to get out too. Yeah. Um, But you understand what I mean? Like they these they look make it look cool. Like Pete Venkman with a cigarette hanging out and a fucking proton pack on his back. Get the hell out of here. That's that's as cool as you can get. Well. (laughs) <laughs> he touches the titties. I know. He um, it. It's funny because when you say that, it actually makes me think more back to like James Bond where he's smoking a cigarette, drinking a vodka martini, and smacking a girl's ass. So it's like, oh. We're talking about Connery now. Oh, obviously. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought everyone. No, I, I know. I'm just making sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're talking about Connery. Well, and, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your thought. No, no. I, it's just like when you watch that as a kid you're like oh that that you first off you think this guy's badass and you want to be him and then he does shit like that and you're like oh i should do shit like that to be like james bond absolutely you probably shouldn't <laughs> i mean you should always but, smack your girl's ass but well, like maybe not if she's your girlfriend your wife but you know random girl uh, no, smack the ass drink the martini don't have the cigarette <laughs> i'm okay with all those decisions oh, yeah, okay I agree. I just remember my wife smoking an e-cigarette because I'm getting pissed at her smoking regular cigarettes. But anyways, <laughs> that's, that's, that's beyond this podcast. So, did you notice with the Bond movies, and we'll get back to Die Hard real quick. I don't want to go off the rails so much. But it was weird how it was Connery was a cigarette smoker, and then Moore had cigars. I was going to say. Roger Moore, I Roger Moore, Roger drank, Moore had cigars. And he drank more champagne, I think. He didn't drink martinis. I don't know if Roger Moore ever had a martini. Because they were trying to distance... At that time, they were trying to distance themselves from each other, which is why those movies are so wildly different feeling. Right. 
but you know a, a few essential things are the same. It's okay. Yeah, it's funny because I actually was watching one of the uh, uh, bonus discs, the bonus info, and um, it was the I think it was the twenty. It was it was the living daylights. It was living daylights, but I watched the bonus features, and on the bonus features, there's a fucking like Roger Moore documentary that was huh. filmed prior to Living Daylights. It's really strange. And he's just sitting at a fancy restaurant and it, it's, it's just shot. like looking back on Roger Moore as Bond. No, it's looking back on Bond. It's like a 25th anniversary or 30th anniversary. Oh, funny. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's shot like a fucking soap opera. So it looks super like weird. So it's on vi- shot on video. Yeah, it looks really fucking soap opery. But then uh-huh. they cut between the actual film scenes. So it's, just, it's really fucking awkward. And Roger Moore is just awkward anyways. So it's just like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? He's a smooth motherfucker though. Yeah. When he, when one of the Bond, I mean, you know what's going to happen any day now. One of them is going to croak, either Moore or Connery. And it's going to be rough. No James Bond has died yet, huh? No. Wow, I didn't even realize that. I mean, maybe, like, people not in the Eon film canon. You know, uh, like, they did a Casino Royale By the way, on this TV. is, like, my, my favorite fucking scene of this whole yeah. fucking movie. Let's get off Bond. We'll talk about yeah. it on another, uh, on yeah. another one. This Pulls the lighter out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like, that is such a badass fucking yeah. shot. Oh, it's great. He's in the, he's in the air ducts right now. Jan de Bonk, fucking. baby. <laughs> Come to the coast. We'll get together, have a few drinks. Now, now you want to know what's funny about that? This is, again, my weird child memory. I was thinking to myself, who said that to him? Is he having... Is he having a moment where he's like, oh, somebody said that to me, and fuck California, this place sucks... Or is he saying, is think, he just making that up on the spot? No, I think, I think Holly said that. I think Holly says that to him. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few left. But don't or you think it would have been... maybe he's got, maybe he's seeing another girl. Maybe he came out because there's another girl that was telling Whoa, him that. Whoa, Die Hard 1.5. <laughs> die Hard, or <laughs> 1.5, we need the prequel. Oh my god. Maybe, maybe that's it. Because why would your wife tell you that? That sounds kind of weird for your wife to tell we'll you, We'll get together, it? have a few laughs. Yeah. Maybe it's a girl. Maybe he met a girl on the airplane. Or no, maybe he met a girl. She wants to come out and he just had, like, he is going to see He's her. Like, okay, well, wife. my wife's out there. Maybe that'll be a good excuse. By the way, where are the kids? The kids are in LA, right? The kids, kids are, are in LA, LA with yeah. the, the babysitter, or the, the nanny. Yeah. Okay. The extremely race, racial profile. <laughs> you know what? This Hola, is a Mrs. Ra- Holly. Yeah, this is a pretty racist movie. I mean, the Germans, the Mexicans, the fat cops. I mean, it's pretty fucking racist. <laughs> Everything's racist if you want to get into it. Jeez. But I don't think it's I don't think it's too bad. It's not like We're know. gonna get in trouble if we keep going down this rabbit yeah, hole because yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get yeah. I'm gonna get crazy. Yeah, let's let's yeah. Just next <laughs> let's just put that end scene. <laughs> let's save that for American History X. <laughs> I don't even want to watch that again, man. Like the curb oh, stomping? Oh god, god. dude. Oh, Norton no, no, no. no, holy shit, that's Norton's finest hour. God, that movie is hold so on, fucked hold up. Hold on. Okay, now look at his outfit. He's like wearing tan pants and a brown wife beater. Granted, okay, I guess he's, he's dirty. He's dirty. But dude, it's like the entire thing is like olive drab now. Yep. Like it, olive drab. On. What does that even mean? <laughs> it's the army. It's the army color for like, okay, green gray. Here's my weird theory. Okay, he's climbing around in those air ducts. Hang on, hang on. Okay. When do you think... Nobody's cleaning those things. They're probably dusty as fuck. His black pants are now brown, though. Come on. 
Like they're like khaki. Do you think that they actually? I think they're different pants. I think he's wearing an entirely different outfit that was pre-dyed. God, I never know. Yeah, oh, this bothered It was dyed hard. The the (laughs) pants. That would be a great like clothing story. Dyed hard. Oh my god, dude. (laughs) We should get Rhea. We should get Rhea to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, um, amazing. no, look at his fucking pants, okay? This is driven me insane because he's blatantly wearing dark... That's what I brought up earlier. He's wearing dark black slacks. Now they're more of a khaki, and his fucking wife beater is, like, dark green brown. And it, I mean, I, okay, yeah, it gets okay. dark. By the way, why is this guy, like, wearing cowboy boots? I've always wondered this. Because he's Huey Lewis. He looks exactly like Huey Lewis. <laughs> no, but does this People guy refer have to a him role? As- like, I mean, is he somebody? Or you can turn that off to auto shut off if you want. I don't know how to do it. I don't care. He, no, he's one of the terrorists. I know he's one of the terrorists, but like, he's why does he wear door, cowboy man. Yeah, he's... but why is he wearing cowboy boots and have like a southern accent? He's probably like, I don't want to appear in the movie unless <laughs> I get to wear my own cowboy boots. <laughs> By the way, I love this. They're watching, what is it, USC? Or? Come on, I got 50 bucks on them assholes. I got 50 I bucks on them assholes. I love that accent, though. <laughs> oh man, I gotta hit the bathroom. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> what? I know this is a good part. I know you should wait. Well, th- this, yeah. How hard do you think it would be to? Oh, probably pretty fuck, hard, dude. Probably pretty hard, right? To, I think to break a an office building window, on on like the fortieth floor, the amount of force and pressure you're gonna need, the wooden chair is gonna break before you get to that. I mean, shit. That's those those things are probably an inch thick, and those chairs are definitely not made for it. But you know we've got our hero here, who now I love this scene too. He's trying to break the window, gets this terrorist who's going to put his machine gun down because fucking Carl, Carl has decided that he's going to come and use him. And now we're now we're doing the the table scene. And now we have Al from Family Matters just checking out the hallways. Granted, there is a terrorist within rack focus, but <laughs> it's Christmas. I mean, what, what, what cop wants to be patrolling on Christmas with all these crazy-ass fucking terrorists here? So, yeah. Now, this is kind of a Scarface. Like, doesn't this guy, like, remind you of like, Scarface or something? <laughs> he does. He's very... Like, yeah. say hello to my little friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only non-German terrorist here. Why... By the way, why do they have some sort of Latino terrorist with all the German terrorists? They got You're the right. black... They got right. the... All two German guys are Hans and Carl, and Carl's brother. No, so. and, and... Yeah. Oh, and Vigo. There's a couple... There's more Yeah, Germans. there's a few... Yeah, there's a lot of Germans. Yeah, what am I thinking? It's mostly German. But yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. They do. They. I think they're trying to be very diversified. And this is this is part that always stressed me out because it's like, Al, you asshole! Do you not hear the machine gun fires on the top of the fucking roof? And enter dead body. Yeah, this is. And 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 the the unnecessary machine gun fire. <laughs> That'd be a good name of the, the podcast. Welcome to the party, pal. That'd be a good one, too. So we need, we need to talk about that line for a minute. Does he say, welcome to the party, pal, or welcome to the party, pal? Because his name is Powell. So I'm like, is he saying Powell with an accent? Like, welcome to the party, pal. He's saying pal, like buddy. Okay. Friend. Okay. 
You know where I'm coming from, though, right? It makes kind of sense. His name is Powell in this? His name is Al Powell. Shit. You're... You... I... <laughs> Dude, okay, so think about how much energy I'm putting into analyzing this movie. That's what my life is like. So, that's how my brain works. So when she said this, did it really mean this? Or did it really mean this? That's how fucked up my brain is, dude. I can't escape from myself. By the way, I... Welcome I, to the party, pal. <laughs> I love this, too. So, the... The news reporter is the guy from Biodome. The <laughs> I love how to you he's the guy from Biodome. We're talking about Richard Atherton. <laughs> Again, and he pulls a name out of his ass. Somehow he knows the name of every fucking second cast member of every fucking movie. We're looking at Richard Atherton because he was the quintessential 80s dick in movies. He was in Ghostbusters... As the guy who wanted to oh, shut down the he, fucking production grid, he he was the EPA guy in Ghostbusters. I thought he was a reporter in that too. No, is he? No, he was he was uh, environmental protection agency. Oh, right. He, now here's the now here we go. This is the first interaction between Bruce Willis and Hans Gruber. I believe it's Richard Atherton. Now I'm second guessing myself. Just Google Biodome. <laughs> no, I'm going to Ghostbusters. For anyone that is listening that needs to know, Ghostbusters is my favorite movie, so it's a... But, but Die Hard is your second favorite movie, right? That exactly. What That's what... Yeah, we're pretty much... Yeah. We're pretty much right where I want to be with this. You're getting so many texts on your iPad. <laughs> I know. I, I gotta turn that off. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. Oh, here's cigarettes. William Atherton. William Atherton. Oh, my God. For anyone who's freaking out like I would have been. No, his name is William Allerton Knight. Born in Orange, Connecticut. Alright! Nutmegger. Known for Die Hard, The Last Samurai, Die Hard 2. Goes Die Hard 2? Yeah, he's on the plane next to Holly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. Fuck? It's stupid. But anyway, so I've, I've read stories before because he plays such a dick in Die Hard, Die Hard 2, and Ghostbusters that he, people it, on the street would just <laughs> yell at him like, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> All right, I, I just I can't remember his name from Biodome. Dr. Faulkner. That's right, he's Dr. Faulkner. I love it. It's so funny that you're like, oh, yeah, the guy from Biodome. <laughs> Hey, I might have worked for Paul Shore, and I might have been in his house, and he might have pictures of himself with... William with, Atherton? No, Baldwin. The, whichever Baldwin that was. Any, yeah, anyone, who's not, anyone who's not Alec doesn't matter. No, there's literally pictures of Alec... or sorry, Stephen Baldwin and Paul Shore in Paul Shore's house. It's That's really funny. funny. Like, like, hey, bro, like autographed by him. Oh my it's God. really weird and awkward. But Paul Shore actually is a really nice guy. So. Dude, I, yeah, you meant, you actually mentioned it. Um, we we should go to the store and see if he remembers you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would I, love I it if he was like, first off, you again? First off, I don't think Paul Shore is there every <laughs> no, day. I know, I Second know. off, I got on a list to get free tickets whenever we want, and my buddy from IU performs there. So we should definitely go. Sometime. Uh, dude, that's awesome that he's at the store. I would. Um, Laugh Factory. I don't know. Factory, also, the comedy store. 
Sam Dog, what do you think? All right, Sammy's putting his impre- his uh, his thoughts in right now. He's putting his two paws in. Yeah, he's putting his two paws in. Yeah, Sammy, come on, calm and say, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now my wife just let Sammy out the door. That's great. So. Wow. Anyways, let's go back. That to was Die amazing, Hard. though. I think she was on our side. Yeah. Yeah. We're all good. That's fine. So, so dude, these walkie-talkies now. You still do? You, has there been walkie-talkies in movies? Recently, because uh, I feel like I, I they're use, missing. Well, I, I, I refer to them as radios, and we use them on set when I'm filming productions. They're actually, they haven't changed much. They're pretty much the same thing, because I think this is one of those situations where if the, sh- if the shit hits the fan, these things might actually still work. Whereas, like, cell phones need towers. These are literally, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, distance, distance, right? Yeah. Hey, what did we find out about Bruce Willis's uh, shoulder scar? Oh. Anything? You know what? I started looking up, but my computer kind of freezed on me, so I'm kind of afraid to use it anymore. So why don't we use the iPad for that? Here, you do it because I'm not I'm not as well adept. Sorry, I'll 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 be in charge of the iPad. Ever, I'm not tripping about it. And I do love that that German accent, man. He's telling he has, them everything. He has the best voice. He's so fucking slick. Who Hans? Yeah. I also really like his line beard. <laughs> it's a pretty good beard, man. It's a good beard, bro. It's hard to it's hard to have a good beard. I always have to do a reset. I'm almost I'm real cl- quick to do a reset on this. I I decided to reshave because I noticed underneath was a little uneven, so I had to trim so it down it's, a little. Yeah, bit. it's the worst, right? Yeah, I hate it so much. Okay, so here we go. You ready? Absolutely. All right, so the scar on Bruce Willis's right shoulder is from surgery due to complications from a broken arm when he was 17. Wow, 17. So just like Harrison Ford's little indie scar, it's yeah. a real thing. And it's funny because it's, it would appear as though all action stars with scars that are visible don't care about their movies anymore. <laughs> they just seem to sleepwalk right through them. Do you think Harrison Ford is an action star? Would you consider him an action star? Yeah, I would. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I agree with you, man. But but that's not to say that he doesn't have dramatic chops. I don't want to. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Oh, I don't think you're. I don't. I don't think you're knocking him by any means. I just. I don't. When you say action star, I think of Bruce Willis, uh, Sly, uh, Arnold. Uh, I think of Harrison Ford as a high rent. Those guys, like, hey, you want a real good performance too? I think Harrison Ford is an actor. There's this. There's certain parts of Harrison Ford that that Willis can't touch. Like, just it, every once in a while, like crazy and eyes and Temple of Doom. Uh, yeah, that. No, really. When he's when he's chopping down the bridge. See but, you in hell. He got his Batman voice in that too, doesn't but, he? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> just give Sorry. me a shower. <laughs> Spit on Andy. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, but there's certain when when he like finds there's a moment in Last Crusade. That makes me love Harrison Ford so much. And it's when he finds the knight in the first, in in the um in the library in the library, and he finds the shield with the with the oh, marker on yeah, it. Yeah. And he has this. He's so excited. He's, so, he's like, and he's like, and he's got this like smirk, and it's like half of his mouth is just curled up in yep. the smile, and he's like reading it. He's like, this is the like this yep. is. The, and it's such a great moment of that performance. Yep. It just really encompasses everything I love about it. So. Yes, he's still a, he's an action guy to me, but with a lot more heart. There's a yeah. lot more there than a. I think he's more of an actor, Stallone than just an or a Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I mean, he's in a lot. He's in a lot of other stuff too. It's just hard. Oh, to... Oh, like Hollywood Homicide. I don't even know what that is. It's with him and like uh, some young. It's fucking terrible. It's, it's so just. Bad. It's just so upsetting to see him now, though, and, and him. He's just so strange. I have the ocean. He's so strange in all of his appearances. I have an earring. Like he seems like he's having a problem. Oh, the earring. I am thing. a helicopter pilot in Montana now. Oh my god, the earring thing. And I talk like Batman. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the it's just it's okay. weird. It's very weird to me to see that. But maybe he was always like that. I, maybe he was just always a weird guy. Did he make, is he still married to Felicity Clockhart? Felicity Clockhart. <laughs> I, 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 did, I said Felicity Clockhart. I did. I did say it. I've only had like four beers too. That's um, fine. We got it. We we got to get back to Die Hard at some point. But yeah, I mean, let's go back to Die Hard. We can talk about indie all the time when we we watch all three indies in a row. We should do like a six hour podcast. I like how you're like all three. Yeah. Oh, wait, were there more? Because I forgot. No, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> Except I heard, when Tim comes over, then there will be... I heard rumbling. <laughs> By the way, uh, okay, this is the last, I swear. Did you see that Chris Pratt might be the next Indiana Jones? Yeah. What do you think? You know what? At this point, there's an all-girl Ghostbusters. Nothing is sacred anymore. To be honest, I don't care. Don't, I don't even think I it's sacred. Care. I think, yeah, Shia LaBeouf, I'd probably, I might kill myself if Shia LaBeouf was. But I feel like Pratt actually could pull it off. And I think Harrison Ford is so old and just pissed off that I don't know if he's actually going to do a good job. Listen. Like, I'm not sure if he's going to be good in Star Wars Episode Seven as Han Solo. I know, I know. So everyone, give me your hate mail, twits and tweets and it's whatever. Just, it's, it's so upsetting because... Like, just do your job, man. Here, here's Get the thing. people excited. Let me tell you this, though. Bruce Willis, I feel like he's still playing the game. He's still at bat. He's still... Man, you think so? I think at Die Hard 5, he didn't give a shit. Okay, I think... I think he was just thinking about the new edition he wanted. The, the amount of fucks given are definitely low, but I think he's but still... still more, you think he gives more fucks than Harrison Ford? More fucks than Harrison Ford, yeah. Yeah, I think Bruce Willis gives more fucks than Harrison Ford. Okay. You heard it here first, people. Maybe we can get Bruce and Harrison on just to see, you know, maybe we Skype them and, and see what they think. I don't know. We'll try. We'll let you know, guys. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> I, I might just die out of pure, like, my heart would explode. Oh, God. <laughs> I would just have too much anxiety, like, thinking about them <laughs> trying to come up with a conversation. To but, each but then are we going to have to watch Expendables 3? Because, wait, is Bruce Willis in that one or not? Harrison Ford's No, because he's greedy and lazy. Yeah. But Bruce Harrison- Willis asked for more money, so Sylvester, <laughs> He's not Stallone, even like an Sylvester action- Stallone tweeted, "Willis out, Ford in." Like he was, he was <laughs> serious. Like he did all these underhanded like disses on Willis. But the best part is Bruce Willis. Even in the first two, he's not even like an action star. He's like, he's like the CIA like go to guy or something. God. Harrison Ford just drives a helicopter. Which he probably is actually flying the helicopter. You know what's interesting though? You gotta be you gotta be a little bit crazy after 20, 30 years of being in movies. You gotta be a weirdo. You gotta be kind of crazy to get into it. Uh, yeah, I mean like. Do you really think with Thor, he was bitching about like how bef- uh, Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth, he's <laughs> Thor. Whatever. Uh, he's before Thor. Thor, he was talking about all these directors didn't give a shit about him, and then of course after he performed as Thor, they're all like, oh, we want to have dinner and lunch and stuff, and he's like, fuck you guys, because he's Australian. So he gives no fucks either. Yeah, well, what a crybaby. Of course, like, the biggest, the best thing you could do is get cast as Thor, because now you have an opportunity. No, he's not a, he's not a crybaby. Oh, I thought you were saying he was, like, bitching, like, oh, fuck these guys. They no, didn't want no, 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 no. to talk to me before. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. He was bitching that the Hollywood, Hollywood's so fucked up that 
they were like, you're a nobody, we don't give a fuck about you. And now they want to have dinner with him. He's like, go fuck yourself. Right. Oh, okay. Not, no, he wasn't being a baby. He was uh, being like... It. Okay. He was basically saying Hollywood's fucked up, which it is. Which, I mean, I yeah, think, it's true. I think we all, especially living in Orange County, in Southern California. Or in, more in LA, like I do. <laughs> or, yeah, or LA. But I, I feel like coming from the Midwest or, you know, from the East Coast, from you, I, I feel like people see this Hollywood as this... It's entourage. It's basically entourage, and it's all beautiful. And you go out every night and party and eat sushi. And yeah, it's so funny. It's just a business. It's just another thing. But it's so fucked up. Everyone's such an asshole, though. Yeah. Do you agree with me, or do you disagree with me? I, I don't know. It's weird. You know, I had an experience last night, and let's we got to go back to Die Hard after, <laughs> after this. But by the I way, I, I always steals the candy bars here. Oh my god. Doesn't, I, he, doesn't he take a couple candy bars here? Yeah, I have a hilarious thing to say about it. Remind <laughs> me about that. And this Mars bar, this old ass Mars bar, they don't sell it. They sell them in Australia, actually. I got hooked on Mars bars in Australia. It's funny. Oh my god. So I had an experience last night. I, I've lived in LA for about a year and a half oh, now. Oh, we took right? a crunch bar. The Asian, and I, so and the I Asians live... like crunch bars, apparently. <laughs> we need to go back to that. Let me just finish this thought, please. You're fucking murdering me right <laughs> okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. So last night, we're at the pen. Which is the the I, shit fucking bar. That might be my favorite bar in Huntington Beach. It's the shit bar in Huntington Amy's Beach. Amy's my bartender. She's but the go-to girl. I love her. Was she there? Blonde? Yeah, I like her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so She loves whiskey, by the way. Oh, God. Yep. Let's hey. talk about something else. So anyway, <laughs> we, <laughs> we go there. I look around, and I like have this weird disdain, like, of what a bunch of scumbags. And, like, seriously, like, just like, oh, like, oh, I grew up... I, I was talking to Tim because a lot of people like think they're tough in there, and I was uh, telling Tim I was like, "Yeah, man, I grew up on the beach. What do you know? <laughs> I grew up in the sand by the ocean. I'm tough." And then like you start to think about it, and, like that's fucking adorable. Like how there are actually like people like surfer gang, like people who like think they're tough because they grew up at the beach swimming in the ocean like lounging in the sun. Get the fuck out of here! I'll fucking slice your Adam's apple. I don't give a shit. Like, that's crazy. So, when I lived here, I didn't even notice that shit. And I didn't even have, like, the disdain for it. But now that I don't live here, I'm like, fuck that. I walked into that place and I was instantly angry. And I was like, I guarantee you if I picked a fight with somebody in... And I'm not even that kind of guy. But I was like, I guarantee you if I picked a fight with someone in here, they would puss out because they grew up on the beach. By the way, now that he's got to a Mars bar. He, okay. just, he just demolished a crunch bar. Dude, now he's in the, the... Let's get over that. This, okay, so that... Asian guy eating, eating a Mars bar. This is going to sound awful. I really hope I don't offend anyone. My dad is the funniest person I've ever met, okay? You need to meet him. You will fucking love I him. I would love Dude, to meet him. Dude, he's fucking... I don't want to have to go to Connecticut to meet him, so... No, when next time he comes out here, we'll all hang out. So, he would just say... He would always say ridiculous shit. And in this part, at this part, I remember being a child and him going to me, Asians love sweets. <laughs> I don't think that's us being racist. I guess your your dad's being racist, but I don't think we're being racist. No, but he's not even... No, no, no. I, we don't even need to explain ourselves. He's not being racist. He's making a dumb joke. Like, that's a stupid that's joke. That's kind of racist. No, it's not. No, it's not, because it's not even a real... But that's not even a real stereotype. That's the thing he made up. You understand me? He made that up. He's lampooning what racists <laughs> would say. Okay, okay, I can see that. that. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, clearly that's not a thing. 
Right, right. It's not like he was like, oh, yeah, he was eating soy sauce. Oh, <laughs> you know? No, no. Rice and beans. Yeah, no. You know, know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, that's where his humor is. Yeah. It's just so, abs- that's so absurd. That's, like, ridiculous. That's the stupidest thing ever. That is pretty funny. But it made me laugh so hard that you were like, oh, he's eating more candy. Because <laughs> in my head, all I could think about was my dad going, yeah. they love that stuff. <laughs> By the way, if we look at Bruce Willis' pants again, and I'm sorry, this is driving me crazy. They're black again. They're black again. Maybe it's just that one scene where they're like khaki and they fucked up. Maybe it was like uh, the wardrobe fucked up and gave them the wrong pair of pants. You know, I think being in the continuity department in this kind of flick is got to be really hard. I love the like, I think Vaja, Vaja. I, I'm also very anal about movies and because I'm a video editor, so I think I probably pick up on the stupid shit that most people wouldn't. Like that that three second scene of him with khaki pants on is driving me insane now, and no, no one else even noticed. <laughs> that's great. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Oh, look at that LAPD rover thingy. Yeah, that's awesome. And that ponytail is bad. I mean, if I could pull that ponytail off, I would do it. My wife doesn't like when I wear a ponytail, but Hi, I wife. think if I, I mean, society in general doesn't like me. <laughs> oh, and she's she decided to speak in for a second here. I kind of like it. Eins, zwei, drei. And now they have a rocket launcher. They just blew up the fucking SWAT tank thing. <laughs> the quarterback is toast. I'm going to say that tomorrow. <laughs> so, Pat, our wife and girlfriend just left. Yep. Now we can actually get into things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, were, they, were, they were actually really, they were very good. They were very quiet. Oh, like, Even when they were out here, they snuck around. You know, the real funny thing about it was, like, it was, Janelle was giving us shit, Sarah was giving us shit, but the second we actually started doing it, they respected us, and they, that was very nice. They, they actually shut the door, they went into the bedroom, and did whatever the fuck they did. That was amazing. That's, yeah. that's actually... Yeah. Janelle even ran, when she across the TV, she ran. Because she didn't want to bother us. Yeah, I was very happy. Frankly, I'm frankly I'm amazed, considering both our ladies are kind of, and they've been drinking and smoking, so they're probably not exactly at full force. So, no, they were very they were very gingerly about it. Yeah. Anyways, so now Bruce wants to some C4, and I don't know where the fuck he got the. uh, I like how he doesn't really know what he's doing. He's just plugging shit. I don't even understand this at all. I think it's a positive and a negative thing. I think that's what it is. I I think you only need two. Well, at some point he goes, "Fuck it." I like how he uses a computer. But I'm how does sure that this work? work? I don't think it would. Because how is there a charge if it's so not I think in? I, This is how I think C4 works. There's a positive and a negative, like a battery? Yeah. <laughs> maybe Geronimo put, maybe motherfucker. Maybe he just put the computer there for weight, for some weight. No, I, I think he just didn't know what the fuck he's doing. I like that, though. Geronimo motherfucker. You gotta imagine, that would fuck up the stability of the building, right? Like... That's not gonna. Who that's knows, not gonna be. Man. Who knows? <laughs> oh shit! This is fabulous. Can you really? Can you really imagine that this is his first movie though? Like, how good is he? Fucking Alan Rickman, we're talking about. That's that's some crazy shit. What's his name in Harry Potter? I've Slate, never seen one Snake, of the Harry Snape. Potter movies. I've never seen yeah, one of them. He's like, he's basically one of the wizard leaders. Is but he in all of them? I think so. But he's like. Good, he deserves work. He's an at, yeah, amazing. but he's kind of the bad guy, but kind of the good guy. Like, everyone, he he appears to be a bad guy, but then in the end, he actually is kind of a good guy, like, helping Harry Potter out. Oh, okay. Do you remember him in Dogma? 
No. He plays uh, the Metatron, the angel, the angel that talks to the main character. What? That's him, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. When's the last time you saw Dogma? Dude, I, I think it's the probably, theater. It's one of Kevin Smith's best movies. All there was I know Moore, that's hard to say. Alanis said is God, right? Yeah, at the very end. <laughs> it's, Dogma is really funny it's and Sal- also... It's it too, isn't she? Yeah, it's good. Dogma is pro- God, it's really good. I mean, it's it's his most ambitious for sure. It's this <laughs> fucking Tusk. Oh no, I like Tusk. Dude, shut but, up. Yeah, Tusk, dude, you can't say Tusk was a good movie. You just like Kevin Smith, and you had a hard time for Justin Long, apparently. Yeah, but I didn't. Or the think fat kid it's not from. Not supposed uh, to be. At what point in? Uh, hold on. At what point is a movie about a man turning another man into a walrus supposed to be serious? It's supposed to be stupid. Get the fuck out of here. It's not like it's not the English patient fucking Schindler's List. It's fucking Tusk. Get out of here. You can't measure these things upon ambition. I just wanted to hear the Fleetwood Mac song, and as soon as I heard it, I was happy. And uh, by the way, though, can I say one thing though? One thing about Tusk that I was impressed with, and spoiler again, um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, his imitation of a Quebecois person, Guy Lapointe. Yeah. Fucking, I've been, I've been to Quebec. I've met a lot of Quebecois, and they pissed me off, to be honest. And he nailed it dead on. That's how they talk. Really? They're so fucking annoying. Yeah. Sorry if any Canadian listeners are listening. At least any Quebecois. Lo siento, motherfuckers, but I don't like you. <laughs> Lo siento, motherfuckers. I don't like you. Oh, no. Speaking of your French and shit, this podcast has become us making enemies. Which is, I think, how you really get fans. I think so, too. Look at is this where he, did Look he just do a bunch of blow? Yeah, I think Ellis just did a bunch of coke, and now he's gonna go delicate with the. Yeah, I love this. He's and actually, this part great, great, great product placement of Coca Cola. Oh yeah, they come in and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> the Coke label's like right, right, there. right in front of Andy the fucking is, camera. Andy's actually holding a can of Coca Cola right now. Yeah, I'm drinking and... whiskey and coke, <laughs> but right in front of the camera, like. And it looks so good. It's like it's covered. It kind of makes you want some coke. Covered in, condi- covered in condensation. I, I might, I might have a whiskey coke after this. Just. <laughs> I'm not um, some dumb schmuck up here to snatch a few purses. Yeah, this is just. I love how much of a douchebag this guy is. Like, dude, he this guy is the worst. He plays the ultimate. Sorry. <laughs> uh, been, stop looking at it. Oh, all right, all right. My Mac is apparently like freezing a little bit, so Andy's terrified that the recording is fucking up, but it's still rolling. We're yeah, fine. I don't want to lose this gold. <laughs> Maybe we should call our podcast Golden Locks of Carl Hair. I don't know. It might work. I like the Pandy movie cast. I, of course, am Andy. He is Pat. But we need a panda as a sponsor. And I, I want to wear those panda suits like in Jackass. Uh, I don't think there's a lot to talk about there, yeah, though. Right. It's, there's just, not, it's just stupid shit. You have to watch. Yeah, you have to watch. I'm mean, like, really? Yeah. But. <laughs> Twinkie again. So we got Twinkie. So Bruce Willis is now eating Twinkies. Twinkie, Coca-Cola. Yeah, but he needed something. Because think about it. He flew from New York to L.A. Have we seen him eat anything? He probably didn't. He probably thought he was going to get dinner at that party before the fucking terrorists came. How hungry do you think that motherfucker is? I'd be cranky as shit. I'd probably be really good about taking those terrorists out because I'd be, like, looking to get a burger. Well, you were you were angry. Uh, you were hangry texting me earlier today because you hadn't eaten. Dude, you have no idea how hangry I was the entire day. And I felt so bad. To, like, we were at brunch. It wasn't your fault. 
it wasn't Sarah's fault. It wasn't Sarah and James's fault. It wasn't Tim and Allie's fault. All it was was we. I was trying to get together, and trying to get eight people to fucking hang in the same place is impossible. Oh, I know. And everybody's trying to hit me up for the plan, and I come up with plans, and they get and they get shot down. And, and that's why uh, I just started fucking with you, and that's why it's funny. <laughs> it's not funny though because I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown one of these days. But I felt so bad because Sarah, uh, not my Sarah, but James's Sarah, she she was like, "Well, we'll do whatever you want." Like I feel bad. I uh, like if I don't really want to go frisbee golfing, but we'll go. And I'm like, "Don't worry, it's not you." you like I I could tell she was getting upset because I was getting pissed, you know. And then I felt like a jackass because I just looked like a fucking crazy person. But you understand, it's stressful. I hope you listeners understand too. <laughs> It's stressful to try to get eight people together, and all of us have stupid cell phones. Like unless it, unless you're German terrorists and Asian and Cuban and black, then it's easy. And you all want some money. You're good to go. Yeah, but think fine. about this: if 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 the five or the eight of us were all trying to hang out in 1995, we, it would just be okay. We're going to this place. We're going to this place. We're going to this yeah. place. I actually, I think back to that, like, it's kind of funny how you had to actually plan things out and call people's houses, and, oh, here's your co-placement. By the way, that can looks very strange, doesn't it? Like, I know it's a 1980s can. I think it's, uh, no, it's, it looks pretty much exactly like it was. There's some, exactly like it is now. Do you like how Ellis drinks Coke out of they a don't glass, have the, it didn't by have the way? It didn't have the wide mouth yeah. thing. And no ice either, and just a little bit of a weird poor look, like half of it. He Carl clearly poured more of it into it. The actor probably just got thirsty and just wanted to drink some more. Let's watch that glass. Let's watch for continuity. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of continuity errors in this film. There's continuity, con, whoa, continuity errors in every film. Don't say the c word. Dude, he's. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm a cop. Look at that. By the way, do you know what kind of gun that is? I don't know. You know I don't know anything about guns. It's a Walter P99. Walter or Walther? Walther. It's a Walther P99. Well, it's... I'm going to look it up right now. I don't want to bet anything. I don't know shit about guns. You know the, the Walther P99. PK. No, the P99 is the, the gun he uses in... Um, is it we're back tomorrow to Bond now. Yeah, if anyone can't tell, Pat and I are huge Bond fans. We should probably do a Bond movie next. We really should. Yeah, it might. Maybe like Goldfinger, like a good one that uh, a lot of people. Yep, Die Hard, Walter P ninety nine. Wow, you fucking savage, savage. You know all this. Well, you know hairlines. I know guns. <laughs> you know hairlines. I know guns. Another great title for the podcast. Uh, I'm coming up with it on my ass right now, man. Oh, God. Go fuck yourself. I just love how... I love how broken John McClane is. He's just like... At this point, he's like... He's still fighting, but he's just like... He's like hit the rock bottom. He's like... God damn it. This guy fucked me. He told him who my wife was. Yeah. Uh, the cops aren't doing shit. Like, yeah. I've done all this... And I think that's what makes Bruce Willis' character Bruce Willis because... I'm sorry, John McClane. John McClane. <laughs> John McClane's character John McClane. Because he's just got to the point where he's like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. And that's why he goes down with a gun. He's just like, you know what? 
I've got nothing to lose. And that's, I think, again, why I like his character so much. You're talking about at the end? He's just like, fuck yeah. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's why I find John McClane's character so, like, appealing. And, like, I wish... Yeah. I, what's his name? Uh, Carl's so fucking big. And he's, like, a little guy compared to him. Yeah, yeah. But he's still, like, fighting him. He's not giving up, you know? Oh, yeah. And I oh. think it's the same with Indiana Jones. In the in Raiders, when he's oh the Nazi plane and the the big bald motherfucker, yeah, he's he just going him, for it, yeah, and he's just like, oh fuck. But and, you gotta love that Ford, like when he's just like, oh, like he doesn't. For the listeners, yeah, I just I did that regrettable, right yeah, like that <laughs> regrettable, like, do we really have to fight now? Like he does that, that and like, he's like, like gasp, like, oh, okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> like, I know it's gonna happen, but. Fuck, I really don't yeah. want to. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, John McClane here, same way. It's like, I think John McClane is even more, though. I think John McClane is less optimistic than than Indy, because I think Indy is pretty optimistic, Optimistic. where McClane is just, Well, McClane's just fucked. trying to survive. Indy's trying to, Indy's got a mission. McClane's just like, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? I guess you're right. You know? But I, I feel like McClane is at the point where he's like, he's just like, there's nothing, yeah, he's like, I've got nothing to lose. I'm jumping out of a fucking window with a fire hose. Well, at that point, it, they're blowing up the whole room. I mean, like, <laughs> where, where else are you going to go, guy? <laughs> yeah. But I, I still feel like I, I would say Indy versus John. I feel I could relate to John more than Indy because I still see Indy as like a hero, whereas John McClane I see as an actual human being, like a cop. Yeah, or, exactly. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Indiana Jones is kind of still above... He's still, like... He's not fucking Iron Man, but he's still above he a normal person. Some, yeah, he can do some yeah. shit. Yeah. Where John McClane, I That's still It's very feel, fantastic. And we're talking about two very different movies. I mean, very different styles. Yeah. Even though they're both action movies, they're still cut from a different cloth completely. I don't, I don't consider the indie films as action. I consider them adventure. I, it's so hard for me to tell the difference. I mean, I get what you're. This I is get, an action movie. I get what you're saying, but like, but you know, the other weird thing about it is though, like, action movie, this day and age, the Expendables three. The <laughs> God, the what, the footnote to that is like, oh, this doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like when you say, oh, they're just watching an action movie. Oh, it's like John Wick. It's, or it's like, like it's oh, like, whatever. It's just a bunch of shit blowing up. Yeah, or, um, like. What was that it's, other movie? It's so uh, easily written off. Whereas this kind of movie, like this, this plot, and this story, transcends yeah. the genre yeah. because it's the best action movie. You know what I mean? Like it's this is awesome. It's like kind of like you know how many uh, how many superhero movies are there? Well, yeah, there's the Fantastic Four, <laughs> or there's like fucking Batman and Robin, and then there's the Dark Knight. Yeah. We're talking like there's. There, they may be of the same genre, but not really. It's like we're talking about two different kinds of quality. <laughs> so when action movie, I do I don't know why there's some weird negative connotation that at I, least I, I have. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I agree. I think when people see they hear action movie, they think of shitty movie. Yeah. No plot. Money this grab. Is, this is this is uh, blatantly a well written story, well directed. There's a plot to it. There's character everything, development. Everything was right in place. Yeah. It's funny. There's good jokes in it's, it. It's it's so it's so let's do this. The Expendables. That's laughable. The Transporter. I I, I love Jason Statham. And I love his movies, but they're they're somewhat laughable. Ridiculous, right? I mean, yeah. you're not watching them because you give a fuck about the characters. You're watching them to blow shit up or fight. You know, right? And and you know what though? When it becomes by the way, way uh, 
Which Bond movie is he in? Five uh, seconds. Five he, seconds. Five seconds to kill. Two. License to kill. And guess what? His name is Robert Davi. Sorry, with the FBI agent we just saw in Die Hard is also in License to Kill. He is in Miami or where are they, are they in Miami? Or? In License to Kill? Yeah. I know he's he's the main villain, right? He's the uh, cartel leader. They're like so, were they Columbia know. or it was the Anyways, 80s, it was an eighties Bond movie. Let's, so. let's again not go. We'll save it for that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll save it for the Bond movie. But Benicio del Toro was in that one too. Young, creepy Benicio del Toro. Yeah, but he was handsome back then. Now he's kind of weird, bloated looking. No, he's uh, kind of creepy. Yeah, he's yeah. always kind of he's creepy. always kind of creepy. But he was kind of handsome back in the day. No, creepy. I, uh, whatever. So anyway. I don't ever think for uh, enchiladas, my friend. <laughs> um, again with the racism. I'm just kidding. I actually love enchiladas. So. Hey, don't forget, Asian oh, people here love we go. sweets. Here we go. By the way, this always pissed me off. Why? Okay. Really, you want to go there? Yeah, go exactly right. there. I don't so know what, what, what this is what just happened. If you're not following, if you're not watching the movie with us, Hans just um, ran into Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis has a machine gun, and Hans is being a little bitch, acting like he's an American that worked there. For some stupid fucking reason, and I don't know, maybe maybe I'm being crazy, but I maybe it's because I know he's Hans. I just want Bruce Willis to shoot me in the fucking head right now. It just okay. pisses me off so okay. much. Okay, okay. He does do a really good American accent. Again, first fucking movie. Wow, really good. Yeah, he's yeah, actually, yeah. by the way, he's Irish. He's not German. He's oh, Irish. really? Oh, yeah, that's he's awesome. He's Irish. Yeah, yeah. So, the fact... There's the... the is that a PP? That might be a PPK, actually. I think oh, that's no, a PPK. Tell me, what, tell me what pisses you off. It just pisses me off that Bruce Willis doesn't cap his ass right now and just finish oh. the whole fucking middle of... Lens flares, lens flares, lens flares. Those are like Michael Bay lens flares right there. Like, really shitty and obviously out of place. Yeah, like, but I don't think that was even purposeful back then. Like, yeah, I, I, I think those lens flares were, gener- were generated. They were not real lens flares. There is some nice lighting work here, Don. I don't, I'm not really sure what's going on, but it seems like there's some sort of work construction site behind them and plenty of flashing cop cars and ambulances and whatever else. But again, here we go with the cigarette. Uh, the main villain from License to Kill pulls out a cigarette. Next scene, Bruce Willis has two cigarettes left. So it's like a constant reminder, and he offers one to Hans. Which, again, is just fucked up. Because he should know that Hans is Hans. Ah, it just bothers me. I don't know. He do- I guess he doesn't know he's Hans. No, I think it... Sorry, I came out with my pants now. Um, it, it, by the way, it's not a gay podcast, but... And he doesn't have his pants off. Not Wouldn't be the first time he's had his pants off here, though. Oh, God. That's an embarrassing story. <laughs> Not, not, as, not as embarrassing as like one would think. Like I don't really give a shit. I just got really drunk. That happens. Um, well, let's talk about this, okay? I believe that John knows. That's why he gives him the empty gun. Like he knows something's not right. Okay, okay. But I. But here's the thing. I think he would give anyone an empty gun because he doesn't trust anyone. I, I just yeah, think sure. John McClane doesn't give. Like, I just think he doesn't trust anyone. I don't think he actually believes it, you know? Huh. This terrible fucking... 
spent a weekend at a combat range. <laughs> I can't believe this is Hans's first fucking movie. Like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. He does the American accent. He does, obviously, the German accent very well. I, here, I'm going to use the iPad. I, I'm pretty sure he's Irish. But let's look it up. And here we go with... Another cigarette. I was just saying how... It makes cut, me want to smoke so bad. Well, they cut from <laughs> the bad guy from the Bond movie smoked a cigarette to Bruce Willis yeah, pulling yeah, out yeah. the cigarettes. God, just like too many. And here we go. The German, yeah. So, I, you know what? I was wrong. It's a Walter PPK in this film. Oh, really? It's a PPK, oh. yeah. I thought it was a P99. It's a PPK. So, Carl... Carl uses the PPK, which Hans now is holding with the silencer. So Hans okay. is using the same gun that James Bond uses. That's awesome. You didn't even catch that. It's funny you catch his fucking hairline, but you don't catch the fucking gun. <laughs> I don't pay attention. I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't really like guns. <laughs> As a dude who I likes really violent like movies. Guns. I no, love I action really... movies, but I like real violence. I don't. I look, don't. At that. look at that gun. No, I look don't. right now. Look. God damn it. Put your phone away, man. Sorry, look, uh, look, people look, are look. trying to text me. Does that not look like a PPK? It's so tiny. That's the thing. Oh, so he does know it's Hans. But see, why didn't he just shoot him there? Like, why doesn't he just fucking shoot Hans? This is what's driven me crazy. He knows it's Hans. Why doesn't he shoot him in the fucking head? Because then there head? wouldn't be another hour of the movie, man. I think it was only another half an hour of it. Yeah. Which I'm totally grateful for. Oh! Kneecaps destroyed. Head through glass. Carl's yelling in German. Um, yeah. I mean, Carl's yelling in German. <laughs> and does he have a silencer on his machine gun? <laughs> that was actually a thing. In whatever movie I just watched, they had machine guns with silencers. I can't remember what movie that does was. Does that actually exist? I'm sure it does. Well, a silencer is a silencer. I love how I love how they knock the Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Oh, that's Christmas such a gruesome movie. shop, dude. Is oh. this? This is where he makes him run through glass. He hasn't run through glass yet, is it? Has he? No. And I don't get. This part always confused me. By the way, why he he's says yelling it in German? He's talking about German. He doesn't understand what he says. He understands. Does he not understand the German, or does he not understand why he wants him to shoot the glass? I think he doesn't understand. Like, what, what do you mean shoot the glass? I'm trying to shoot the guy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That is Cause funny. Because Carl, Carl wants revenge. Carl's just like, I want to fucking kill that guy. And Carl wants to like. Yeah. Carl wants to fuck Bruce Willis and yeah, then yeah, murder yeah. him. This is pretty brilliant for like terrorists though. I mean think about it, like this guy doesn't have any shoes on. <laughs> I like how that, that like that unnecessary shot that we didn't need. What of him in his shoes? Or him in his it's feet? Like, we know he doesn't have any fucking shoes on. Sammy is just my my dog right now is just I think terrified. By the way, I just the I just threw my phone over there. Thank you. No, I I know I'm sorry. I'm getting taxed. People are trying to make plans. Dude, it's this is our time. Me. I know. This I is know. our time. It's why we do this. I know. Okay? It's why I'm getting anxious though. I hate that shit. I love how I pull up the iPod and it's Walter PPK. <laughs> Die Hard Wiki. Of course, it's Die Hard Wiki. 
Oh my gosh, I love I love these newscasters. When he goes, as in, I I don't know, we might have missed it. Helsinki, Helsinki. Is that Ron Swanson in the background? Holy shit! It looks like Ron Swanson. It's not him. Nick Offerman. What's his name? Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Offerman. <laughs> any, any chubby guy with a fucking mustache. <laughs> with a goddamn good mustache. Man. And by the way, the Asian guy is now wearing leather pants or pleather pants. I did just notice that. <laughs> yeah, and he filled him with fucking Hershey Crunch. <laughs> hey, Asians like sweets. I'm going to quote your dad on that one. <laughs> it's all his fault. Oh, and this lady's like pregnant, right? Is she like... Did her water just break or something? No, she's just... But here, wait. Holly knows that John McClane fucked everyone up, and she's kind of like... She's getting to... Like, she's leaving the snail trail a little bit. Somebody's getting a blowjob <laughs> later. <laughs> and now... Oh, yeah, there we go. Dude, so that's blatantly is... a green shirt. Look at that shirt, dude. What do you want from me, dude? What do you want from me? It's just too... Like, it should be gray, not green. This is... Oh, that's some brutal shit. By though. the way, did I ever tell you my one of my one of my friends from uh, college, uh, John Dreska, his name is, great guy. Um, shout out John. Uh, for Halloween one year, he went as John McClane. Oh really? Shaved his head, wife beater, khakis, no shoes in Indiana when it was like fucking snowing outside. Oh, airsoft gun duct taped to his back. We'd shoot people with an airsoft gun. You know, go, none, of the, you know none of the bitches even knew what he was doing. Oh, but I was just like, dude, that's epic. And Druska, ball game, yeah, you're the man, dude. I'd love to have you on one day. <laughs> Actually, he does with McVay. He, he does some stuff with McVay. Yeah, this oh. is fucking So this is this is definitely the part I remember. Like I came, like I I was supposed to be in bed. Like they didn't send me to bed. Mom, like, oh, we're gonna watch why are his feet yeah, so yeah, bloody? Yeah. But I'll never forget my mom. You know, telling me like in recent years. She remembers that moment too, like, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, we were watching Die Hard, and we were like, this is so stupid, but we're so invested in because they're it, they were probably thirty five or something when they yeah. were watching it for the first time. That's that's old as fuck to Almost, me. It's like no offense. <laughs> well, hold but, on, hold on. This movie's twenty three years old. Let's do this. Let's Wait, do this. It came out in 88, right? seven years old. So I was three. My mom was born in 1960, so she was 28. But we, we didn't, they didn't rent it until, like, the 90s. She was like, Cause they had, But they had kids. She was our age when she watched it. Right, right. But, they, but hey, listen, though. It might have been 92, 93. They had kids. They didn't have time to fucking watch movies like that. You know what I mean? I feel like so they might have just have kids. Like, I feel like when we have kids, we're going to be at home watching movies. That's the best life ever. Oh, shit. Maybe I should rethink Dude, this whole my, kids thing. My little yeah. kid is going to... He's going to watch every Indiana Jones movie like a hundred times before he can even speak. Dude. Do you realize that, right? Oh, my God. And the I can't wait to show my kids fucking Star Wars and Indiana Jones. I need to get that DVD review off the original yeah. Star Wars. Anyways, yeah, you want? Yeah. Back to, back to the Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Sorry. as usual, yeah, yeah, yeah. we get sidetracked so many fucking no, but, times. No, but we were there. We were there. My mom was just saying, like, how she was like, oh, yeah, we, like, it was so stupid, but we were so into it. And I was like, it's not stupid, though. It's a good, it's a well-made movie. Like, that's how, like, I love that she was like, I can't believe we were into it. It's like, yeah, because it's really, the pieces are all well, there. All the pieces of a good movie are there. It's I, suspenseful. The fucking score is great. Like, there's so many yeah. different things. I, this is this is really going out there, but I think this might be the the first, the best 
action movie may ever made that actually like got people in action movies. You know what I mean? Like it's not a Predator or it's not a Rambo. It's like an actual like movie with plot. Yeah. That yeah. A normal person could watch that someone that's not in action movies could enjoy, you know? You know what? It has a it has everything that you want in a movie. Yeah. It has exciting shit. It's funny. There are funny jokes. I mean, like we've yeah. just been glossing over we've been talking over them. Of course. There are funny bits like this guy being a agent whatever and his, the other guy, his partner, yeah. was it Agent, Agent? They're both Agent Smith or whatever. Agent Smith, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. The black guy, the white guy. Not yeah. Agent Smith, but Agent Johnson. Johnson. Agent Johnson, yeah, yeah. And then like he, Reginald he picks Johnson? up. Oh, <laughs> but he picks up the phone and he's like, "This is Agent Johnson." And then like you don't hear what the guy says on the other end, and he's like, "No, the other one." <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a funny ass joke. Like, cause you know the guy on the other line was like, "Oh, the black one." <laughs> no, the other one. Do I sound black? It's just so funny to me. Yeah. Like little thing, like weird bits like that make it hilarious. And now Bruce Willis is just completely shirtless. The girls are loving it. Yeah, he looks good though. Oh, yeah, dude. I I wish I looked like Bruce Willis with a shirt off. Fuck man. That's kind of what I'm going for because he doesn't have, because he doesn't have like a six pack. He's not Jason. He's not jacked, but like. But he looks fucking no. good. Like, he's he's in shape. No, you don't... Yeah, like, I feel like Jason Statham is just, like, fucking chiseled. But... Or, or Thor. Fucking Thor. Yeah. Again, Chris Hemsworth. God, but why the fuck? I don't know. I don't... I but, feel like the point of being in shape is to, like, be able to enjoy... Like, you don't have to fucking go out to breakfast and be worried about what you're gonna eat. You, you know, know? You like, know what I enjoy? Uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark is a badass. Yeah. Iron Man, obviously. But is he ever shirtless? I don't think he ever is. I think he always has no, like a tank top. No, he's shirtless in the first one. No, I think he has a tank top on. He's shirtless in the first one. But he's not like chiseled. Like he's he's obviously in good shape, but yeah. he's not like Jason Statham. Yeah, you're right. So I, I like I like that that character is not Thor or um, I don't know, who else is fucking ripped. Um, Batman, obviously. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Toby fucking Grace is fucking ripped in Spider Man. Toby, I don't even consider Toby Gray, Toby McGuire, Toby McGuire. <laughs> I was gonna toe for Grace. God damn it. Sorry. Toby Grace. Oh, here we go. Now the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the 1988 cell phone. My uncle had one of those, man. Uh, he had in his car. It was like five dollars a minute or something. I love it so much. Yeah. But no, I like that. I like that realism. Like that's why I think I like John McClane so much because. He seems like someone you could actually be. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not... No, for sure. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. You know what's so funny, dude? And I wa like, I used to watch all these movies with my grandma. A lot of times my grandma would take care of us. My mom worked nights. My yeah, dad yeah. worked weird hours and shit. My grandma would take care of us. And we would watch, like, fucking die hard. Like, most, awesome. of, most of my favorite movies I've watched with Boppy. Like, I call her Boppy. Most of my favorite movies I've watched with her. The first time I watched Nightmare on Elm Street was with her. <laughs> I was 10 years old. Why am I watching Nightmare on Elm Street? It's not appropriate. But I asked her. I was like, hey. And now this is the Andy that we have for life. <laughs> this is why I'm so fucked up. But like things like this. like, But when you're a firstborn grandson, get the fuck out of here. You can get away with anything. So I was like, uh, Boppy, can you, can you stop at the store? <laughs> Oh, they won't let me rent this. Can you just tell them it's okay? Hey, Bobby, can you buy me some beer? Because I'm only 10 and they won't let me have any. But I really want some. Bobby, please. She probably would let me. <laughs> she probably would. Oh, 
God. So my mom with my fucking dog. My mom thinks she's a grandma to my dog. But it's so funny though, because like, I I don't know why we're getting into this right now, but like, I'm I'm gonna finish the thought. My grandma's fucking tough as nails. She's been through fucking shit. Okay. She's yeah, she's still around. She's fucking. uh, She's God. She's getting creeping close to eighty there. Kicking it, man. Um, down in Connecticut. But yeah, yeah. She's she's awesome. But it's so funny watching it. You know, it's like thinking. But like I'm, I would get nervous watching this stuff like with her because I'd be like, oh, this is a little bit too much. And I'm like, fuck. And then I'm thinking to myself like, now I think about like she's seen fucking everything. She's fucking eighty years old. There's nothing's gonna surprise her. Get the fuck out of here. Like nothing's going to offend her. You know. Well, I'm sure there's some things that could offend her, but (laughs) well. Mostly me. She she hated when I used to like drink at family things. She used to always give me shit. Like on the way home, she'd be like, "Oh, well, you had enough to drink." I wouldn't even be drunk. I would just be like a I little bit my buzzed. Mom, my mom does that to me too, though. So I don't know why they care so much. Like as far as I'm concerned, like I'm getting drunk with my family. I'm having an awesome. I'm like having oh, a good time. This is having, having a, a good, good time. time. But like, if you're getting drunk with your family, you're like, "Oh man, like I care about these. People. These are my people. Like yeah. let's do it. Let's do it." You know. Yeah, my grandma would always get upset. She would always get upset. Like, so, Andy, you had a few beers there. Oh, huh? my God. And I, I'd, like, have them, like, drop me off at my friend's house, like, after Christmas. And uh, like, oh, yeah, can you even... I remember her being like, oh, can you even walk well, to the door? Oh, she's now. Okay. Couldn't even walk to the door now. <laughs> she's, now a, she's now a 80-year-old Scottish man. <laughs> oh, here we go. No... Telephone no. Again, again with the uh, the racism. Here's Faulkner from Biodome being a dick as usual. Yeah, or uh, Peck from Ghostbusters, <laughs> as every other normal individual knows I, him. I, dude, I have not seen Ghostbusters for a very long time. Like, That's so bonkers to me because I watch it five times a year. I, I haven't seen yeah. I haven't seen either of them in a while. Yeah, dude. I mean, it might not hold the same regard as I. Do. Of course not, you know. But oh, shit. so for me again, and we'll get back to Die Hard in a second. But just every every Thanksgiving for a long time, I was showing my younger cousins Ghostbusters. So like before I left, like the last five years. We would all go in the basement of my parents' house and watch Ghostbusters because I had the surround sound. I had the big screen. Nice, nice. And we would watch it, and it was so it was cute because like, you know, I had like the, my like little cousin Max who's like six, his little brother who's like three or four. You know, just all of us watching it together. It was yeah. really a sweet kind of thing. Here, I had to cut Andy off because we're now at the point where. Uh, McLean discovers that the entire fucking thing is C Ford, and yep. Carl is ready to fuck him up. Yep. Here come the helicopters, and this ridiculously long gun heat that Carl has. Hey, should we get on some get on the, get on the message boards and see what anybody said about Die Hard? Yeah, I'd like to. Well, let's get some more content. Well, yeah, we had some with the Rock last time. It was mostly Nick Cage, I think. But yeah, now we're. Oh, Sam is joining us again. He's just smiling. He's all happy. But look at this again. I like this. This is like the Indiana Jones thing. He's like punching the shit out of him, and it's not really like facing him at all. Like this big motherfucking German motherfucker. It's pretty brutal. Uh... It was like the German guy in uh, what's the bond? Is it is it li- license? Of... No, it's Living Daylights. That German guy, the blonde guy. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
Red? Is his name Red or something? That's you realize that he was in this movie, right? Wait, what? It's Carl's brother. The same guy. The guy That's who's the guy. the milk containers with the bombs. Yeah! That's him! Holy ah! shit! Ah! <laughs> the guy with the short hair! Yes, it's him! Fuck, that strings everyone with their it's uh walk dog. You his, didn't uh, know headphones. that was him? Yeah. Fuck was no! Yep, yep. Holy shit, we just made a uh, discovery. Mind blown, mind blown. It's it's mind boggling. It By really the way, is. Die Hard was nominated for four Oscars. Should have won four. Should have won six. It was probably all technical <laughs> stuff. Let's go to the Die Hard message board. <laughs> I'll go straight to IMDb. Just, let's, let's just see what people are, are currently, like eight hours ago, people were talking about this 18, 1988 movie. Eight hours ago, these people it's were discussing it. Okay, so listen to uh, somebody called Wolfie underscore the underscore black. So Wolfie the black. I don't know if we should call out people's names. Was it ever explained why John just didn't slip his shoes back on when he heard something happen? I mean, if they were sitting there on the floor outside the bathroom, it would have taken literally ten seconds to put them back on. What do you think I, of this comment? Okay. First off, I think Wolfie's a girl, because it sounds like an idiot. First off, by the way, I'm not sexist, and any of that, I, that came out wrong, but... <laughs> Wolfie just sounds like a girl. Anyways, um... No, I think that's that's a fucking stupid comment because whatever like let's say that there is a tornado or I guess that's not valid in California. Let's say there's an earthquake, right? Your whole house starts shaking, you wake up and you run outside, right? You don't fucking put your shoes on. You don't think about it, you just go. It's the same thing here. Bruce Willis, John McClane hears these gunfires, he's just like, fuck it. I gotta go. And maybe yeah, maybe you should have like five minutes later been like, Oh, I should get my shoes, but I can't also, think of it inside of his head. And it, my my opinion on the whole thing is, it's an awesome plot point that he doesn't have his shoes. Makes him even more vulnerable. Also, this fucking shot right here. Oh, yep. He see? gets it. He gets it in the oh, fucking yeah. back. You yeah. see that blood splatter all over the place. Like oh I said, he gets God. shot. He gets his foot fucked. It's fucking exciting. No. Like by the way, almost, by the way, that lens flare is back, which makes me believe that it's totally fucking uh, generated. It's not. It's not real. And this, I love this fucking scene. You this, think they could do that in 1988? Like create them? Yes, dude, totally. Why do people think that stylistically? Because I can barely notice. I mean, like I know, like look. Right oh, there, why do you ask JJ Abrams? Look, look, look. Why do you right watch JJ Abrams? Yeah, I. Well, McTiernan apparently, uh, or McTiernan apparently loves him. But I don't. But why you know, does he love cleavage? But why do why do people pick on JJ Abrams so bad? Because I don't. It's not so. Because it's so. It, it's so fucking ridiculous. It's like, not distracting. Yes, it's very distracting. Really? It's distracting to you? Very distracting. Dude, uh. we'll watch Star Trek, the Abrams one, and dude, I will call out every goddamn lens flare. It's. But there's a lot in this movie too. <laughs> this is such a this badass fight. I do. See, this is like I can see myself getting into this fight with someone. That's know? a real fight. He's trying to bend his neck back. Like yeah. it's, that's not. There's nothing now, about he's this. now like he's choking this motherfucker. Bitch. Like, fuck, dude. But this always bothers me. Why doesn't he shoot him? Why doesn't he just shoot him? Just for one. Just for good. That's what bothers me. Like just just give him one fucking cap. Yeah, of course. But again, like where's the where's the drama? Come on. This is like, this is anxiety right here. Like, holy fuck. If this was happening... I was, I was in junior high, dickhead. 
<laughs> just like fucking Saigon. Why would he know about Saigon? <laughs> that's a funny. That's a such a funny line. Like that's. Back how to the is comedic this? relief. Yeah, but how is it? Like that's so well written and funny. I think it goes back to the whole comedic relief for this film. This I this film has everything. And then but the Asian know, guy. But, but what I'm saying is, like, a lot of action movies have shitty comedic relief. Yeah. Like, and this, stupid. like, he just blew yeah. like eight holes to the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "There's a crunch bar there." And I love crunch this. Crunch bar there. By the way, they think he's like a terrorist right now. Yeah. Where's Holly? I don't love this. They just, yeah. Let's. We're, we're gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna fire off my machine gun. Now the one shot that I can see is a green screen is the fucking helicopter going by right as he's fucking diving out of the way. It, you'll see. Oh, yeah. You'll see what I'm talking about. Maybe they retouched it up for this. Not for the. Not for the blue. I don't think so. I think they probably just kept it like it is. Watch. <laughs> but that's a real shot, man. But right here. Yeah, yeah. Right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Look at his jumps, too, by the way. He has no idea what the fuck's below him. He just jumps. We still haven't gotten to the fire hose scene. Is that the very end? That was like it, it comes right up. It comes right up in, like, the next two minutes. I love that they all have to go past fucking Carl, too. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's the here's the fire hose scene that everyone knows and loves. Dude, can I, can I grab a beer? Like, yeah, you just have, like, a Bud Light sure. or something? Like, something of light? I think so. <laughs> Jeremy Lane, what the fuck? I promise I'm never going to another uh, Mini fridge up up the little thing. No, right by your hand. Right by your hand. Oh, awesome. Yeah, grab a baby Bud Light. Oh, God, that's fucking good. Andy, Andy needs a little break from his whiskey and coast. Oh, I can't tell you how good this is. <laughs> the clouds up there, yeah. Now seems to get kinky, yeah. Uh. This shot is fucking gorgeous. Gorgeous. 1988, get the fuck out of here. Right? It, With the helicopter so on fire? So this is green screen, too, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's fine. Whatever. But I, pre I appreciate it so much more than George Lucas's Star Wars right now, because it's like... But it looks so good, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, it's so... No, I, I, I agree. It looks awesome. That's what I'm saying. I wish, like, supposedly J.J. is filming Star Wars as, as realistic as possible. And I hope he is, because you can tell when shit is CG'd. Yeah. And, like, this was obviously, like, a stunt guy fucking did this. And but at no awesome. point, let me tell you this. Look at that. Like, there's blood. Like, he's kicking the window. All those little details. Yeah. yeah. And there's, like, blood. And this is what I'm saying. Like, to break through that window, you'd have to shoot it. And but here we go, more glass. There's a shot coming up. And then, oh, this, the whole, the fucking fire hose thing goes down. Oh. <laughs> Could you? You would literally have a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack <laughs> right now. We're just watching. If this happened, like, if any of this happened to you, you would literally die from a heart attack. You I would even instantly go from Bruce Willis Die Hard one hair to Die Hard three hair. <laughs> <laughs> it would just fall out. It would just fall out. This so this shot right here of the helicopter exploding with the building right. is amazing. I I still don't know how they did it to this day. I really, I mean, it's so good. Watch, like, at, when they cut. Yeah. That is impressive as fuck. Are you kidding it's, me? It's uh, it's probably uh, miniatures. It's probably miniatures. Could be, could be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. But it looks amazing. No, I love how he's now he's now covered in water. <laughs> he's now covered in water, blood, sweat. Um. 
And there's like literally the water is red because there's so much blood from him. And now the fire things are going on. But what does he do now? He tapes a gun to his back. <laughs> that always bothered me. What, the tape in the gun? Yeah. Or the elevator just blowing up for no reason? No, the tape in the gun. Like, yeah, I mean... And I like how he has a machine gun and a handgun, but he's holding his handgun, not the machine gun. Like, wouldn't you be having the machine gun? Oh, I love this, too. Uh, fucking... What's his name? Uh, Argyle. Ar Argyle is, yeah. like, playing detective. Like, oh, that seems weird. Well, Argyle's just been sitting there getting drunk the whole time. <laughs> With the teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> and... Her, like, stereotypical damsel in distress voice is just So, awful. before it happened... By the way, I, now he has a machine gun in his hand. You know what I'm saying? He had the handgun. Why yeah. the fuck... Okay, I guess he's out of ammo. Alright, I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. There's so many variables in these kind of movies. But, like, when, at what point do you want this movie to be extremely realistic? It'd be boring as fuck. He'd yeah. be killed in the first ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, here we go, here we go. So, I want to... I wanna, uh, I love this too. This like slow, slow remote. I want to make this known beforehand. Um, the the fall that Gruber does. That's a real fall. That's a real stunt person falling out of the really? window. Yeah, watch it when it happens. It's fucking phenomenal, dude. It's crazy. Like somebody actually fell from that height. You know what I mean? Come on. By the way, how do you how does he knock out Walker's sidekick here with one limo blow to an ambulance? No, oh, he punched him, dude. No, he don't, Bruce just punched him. Oh, this is great. I love this. This shot is fucking beautiful. Backlighting, like this cinematography is really good in this movie. I like oh, what? that. Oh, it's so good. Like, fuck you! I can't barely walk. I have a machine gun. <laughs> Hi, honey. This is what I imagine, like, my wife getting, like, abducted by terrorists, and I'm just like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Oh, my God. I am going to kill all of you. Hey, man. Love is a journey. See, again, it is, my friend. <laughs> Love is a journey, man. And I will take that journey to the bloody foot, and I will blow the fuck out of those German cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Here, so we get her top is yeah, we get a nice uh, we get a nice shot of Bonnie Bedelia's cleavage here, and she yeah. does have a nice little package. Yeah, she does have a nice right. little like a hot little body. She's just like nope. Well, let's talk about hot bodies here, Bruce Willis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's lathered in blood and water with hair. With hair. Yeah, that's a P ninety nine, by the way. See. The PK, your your the gun knowledge... Your the PPK gun, is rounded. The your P99 gun knowledge is kind of freaks me out. Yeah, the, P, the PPK is rounded. The P99 is squared off. Actually, he does look really good. Like, I want to find out the Bruce Willis workout for this. I don't think it's that crazy. Like, might be a lot of cardio. Just a lot of cardio yeah. and just fucking meat. <laughs> and here we go now. Sorry, we, we stopped talking because we wanted to hear the, the dialogue because... Hans is about to say yippee motherfucker. I don't, Motherf think any, motherfucker. I don't think anyone at this point cares if we stop talking. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I love... This is just so awesome. He's got two bullets tucked into his goddamn bag. He's like, I fucking hate Huey Lewis. 
The guy looks exactly like Huey Lewis. How is that even sticking to his back? It drives me crazy because he's so sweaty and bloody. Who cares? Holly, move! Shoots Hans, shoots Huey Lewis oh, in the head. Oh, gets... <laughs> takes the other guy. right in the head. Covered in, like, dirt and, like... Look at him, he's covered in just, like, garbage. Like, his oh, face is God. dirty. Somehow, yes. Oh, and it's the watch. It's the watch, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the watch from the beginning. Oh, it's so funny. My buddy that I watched it with. By the way, look at his body. It's just cut with like glass everywhere. My buddy on Christmas was like, I never noticed it was like the watch that uh, the asshole gave her. And I was like, Are you kidding me? That's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> you take the watch off. And this, this, this whole like. So there's a story that John McTiernan didn't tell him he was going to drop him at this point. Oh, shit, really? But that's green screen. That's all green oh, yeah, screen right obviously. there. But that looks fucking good. That looks fucking phenomenal to me. Uh, here's what I think. I feel like... But this... But hold on. But this is this is real. This guy actually fell. Wow, that's a long... That's that, what... You see him fucking... Fox Towers. That's not a dummy, dude. That's a yeah. guy. And they, like, they say that in the commentary. Like, I, they, he fucking did it. That's... I believe that is the longest free fall... For, for a movie just into a fucking mat or something. That's crazy. Imagine fucking... Ugh. I've been skydiving, so yeah, I imagine. <laughs> you have been skydiving? Yeah. Janelle, Janelle, I, took, I took Janelle for her birthday. What a stupid thing to do. By the way, I showed her Point Break beforehand. I, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this when we oh, watch Point Break. Oh, God. But. Anyways, so Bruce Willis is getting his dick sucked now. Or about to. <laughs> um, this is where he punches the... Uh, well, Carl's about to come back, too. Carl. <laughs> Carl. No I just think of Walking Dead. I think of Carl. Like, Carl! Get back in the house, Carl! <sighs> but yeah. Now everything's getting... Everything's getting fucking blown up. Bruce Willis still has a firefighter's fucking yellow jacket on for some reason. I love that. It's probably cold. Poor guy. <laughs> He's come from New York, dude. He's fucking sweating his balls off. So as this movie draws to a close, what are our uh, what are our opinions on a lot on, uh, on a lot of? I mean, things? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, one of the best action movies of all time. Yeah. One of the best. Um, I think it started a franchise of action movies that actually could have plots. You know, can I go for that? Can I go there? It did. No, you can go there, and I'll even go with you up to live free or die hard for real. And I know well, that's we're kind not, of we're all going to disagree with that. But I mean, no, I know, I know, uh, but I know, I know it's a controversial. I, here, thing. okay, let me rephrase that. I think this action movie gave action movies a better look, as in a normal human being could watch them that isn't into explosions and actually enjoy it. It's it's considered a movie. It. It's yeah, not yeah, considered yeah. an action flick. You know? Okay. Except Sammy is passed out. He doesn't, he doesn't agree. I mean, it's just so it's so it's so hard to put this movie up against like some of the gems of the genre. Like again, Predator, Rambo. What are we talking? If you can, uh, no, 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 no. Terminator. I mean, like, no, if you can ascend that that action movie stigma, you can be a diehard. You can be a Terminator. You can be because those there's there's something there. There's a substance. Yeah. I think you're goddamn right that the substance here. Is in Bruce Willis. He he's an amazing leading man in this. Uh, this is the star making role. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. And here we go. Al Al comes out for the win. Shoots the crazy German with his. Is that a forty four? I think that's a forty four. Don't ask me what kind of gun it is, dude. I don't know. I think that's a, a fucking uh, dirty hairy gun. Look at that. You that's a two big choice. ass fucking pistol, man. 
Is that... It, it, you know, I'm not even gonna Google it. Hey, fans. Without Googling it, tell me. What is Al carrying? Is he carrying a 44 Magnum or not? Don't Google. Don't be a cheater. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag the, the Pandy movie cast. Pandy movie cast. P-A-N-D-Y... Why don't we just do hashtag PandyCast? Why don't we just do hashtag PandyCast? Uh, how about just hashtag Pandy? I, I have hashtag Pandy. P-A-N-D-Y. P-A-N-D-Y. Hashtag Pandy. And Argyle is back. And, and now Bruce Willis is going to take his wife into the limo to, I would assume, fuck her. <laughs> I would assume, fuck. I mean, at this point... I would want a whiskey and... Oh, yeah, and then Holly just punches that uh, Faulkner That's the best. Face. Faulkner. <laughs> I'm still annoying as Biodome, man. William Atherton. Dude, you're bothering Sammy. Stop it. <laughs> you have no idea you that? How, you have no you idea that? how bad I have to pee right now. I do, too, I'm but like, I'm waiting. waiting. It's like, <laughs> waiting really yeah. five minutes left. Let's do it. <laughs> but how about this guy? Argyle. What's Argyle in? We haven't looked him up yet. What's Argyle? Oh, the weather outside is perfect. So every time I hear this song now, I think of Die Hard, which I think is amazing. How could you not? A lot of people don't. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, guys, uh, you know, again, we want, just want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed all of our ranting and raving and all our bullshit. And uh, his name is Devor De- De- White is Argyle's name with an apostrophe and a French looking name. Wow! And then I like how there's cast and there's terrorists. There's <laughs> the actually there, there's there's two lists of casting. It's Wilhelm von Hamburg. <laughs> there's Vigo. No, Vigo. He, he's not German. No. Uh, anyways, guys, this is Die Hard. I hope you enjoyed the the, the theme song that Andy was so uh, craftily uh, creating. And um, yeah. And uh, the Pandy Podcast will return with. <laughs> We're not sure yet. TBD. TBD. With TBD. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you soon.